I'm feeling awesome today. I'm in such a good mood. The sun is shining. The gravy is flowing. People are creating. Niggle is humming. Um, the garden looks so good. I'm trying to upload a video on, uh, on Twitter right now, and I'm going to put it on Telegram. I'll show you guys uh, what the garden's looking like. Today, we're going to talk about um, my very racist evening, and I think it was because of sugar. I had the funniest dream ever last night. Uh, I want to talk a little bit about Israel. Don't worry, Cod. We can keep this on, uh, on Twitter. It's not about hate. I'm just so perplexed at, at, at the obsession with this shitty little country. I really want answers. Like, I want one of these guys one of these neocons and one of these guys to actually tell us what the hell's going on there. Because I used to be against zoning laws and government stuff until I was a landowner. And I realized that I, I don't want someone to be able to build a Walmart next to me. Okay. I get it. You know, I used to not understand like who the hell is the government to tell you, you can't take your land and do whatever you want with it. It's all the neighbors. Like where I live, the smallest parcel you can have is five acres which is awesome. Like imagine if somebody bought a 10 acre parcel and split it up into 20 half acres and just put a bunch of houses on it and just tapped out all the aquifers and no one can have a well, it would suck. So when someone explains these things to me, I'm like, oh, okay. Um, I'm just like, oh, okay. That, that makes sense. And it's the same thing for Israel. It's like, why the fuck during this time, with all these things happening in the world, is our Congress doing votes that we will always be best friends un- unconditionally with a foreign country? It doesn't matter what country it is. And then people go, oh, what are you, anti-Semitic? Imagine if we did that with Denmark or Sri Lanka or Singapore or fucking Canada. It would just be so crazy. You know, like, look at RFK here. RFK said... <clears throat> Biden administration extends U.S. habit of interfering in other countries' domestic politics. Now it's threatening Israel with the end of the special relationship between our two nations. As president, my support of Israel will be unconditional. Okay. I'm not coming from a point of hate. I'm not even coming from a point of view where I don't think Israel should exist. I don't care. I want to know why America only fucking cares about this stupid, shitty, you know, conniving little fucking country. You know, like, Imagine if we, if Robert Kennedy Jr. was like, Denmark is the only country in the world that we care about. Okay, unconditional support to a foreign country that, <laughs> that bombed the USS Liberty in the 1960s. Okay, so this is when my conspiratorial hat really kicks on. And I want you, you redacteds to know I, I'm not, I don't care about, I'm, I don't care about you in the nicest way possible. Does that make sense? Like, I don't care. Like, I'm not mad at you. I'm not mad at Israel. I don't give a fuck. 
Everybody that fought those wars chose to fought the wars. I used to, when I was drinking White Claw and my, one of my best friends died of fentanyl after coming home from Afghanistan and I was doing the research, I got pretty fucking mad at APAC and Ben Shapiro and Dennis Prager and all the little conniving fuckers, but it was still my friend's choice. My friend liked war and that's his choice. And so I am all about, um, talk about unconditional. I'm, ta- I'm all about unconditional self-ownership. You want to fight in a war, that's on you. If you find out later that you were tricked and those two Cessna pilots didn't actually take down the World Trade Center, it's like, that's on you. Okay, I went through a lot of grief and anger. And I, despite that, I, even when I was hammered mourning my friend, I still never called for uh, violence against these people, but I really didn't like them. At this point, I'm, I'm all about self-ownership. It's about accountability. But I wrote this. I said, this stuff isn't going to help the redacted. Okay. Imagine if the teacher in a class makes a new rule that the creepy little kid in the corner who keeps shooting spitballs at everyone can never be in trouble again, no matter what he does. Unconditional support. Does that make people like the kid more or less? Didn't Robert Kennedy Jr. recently say COVID was a biological weapon? that the redacted are not affected by. So, okay, so Robert Kennedy Jr. the same week says that COVID does not affect Ashkenazi Jews like it does whites and blacks or the Chinese. Okay, so knowing that, and I don't believe that, by the way, I believe, I don't, I don't know what I believe with COVID. I don't even believe in viruses. So I, I, I'm just holding people to their word. I personally don't, don't think it's an ethnically um, designed, contagious biological weapon. Like, I don't think that. But Robert Kennedy Jr. claims he does. And so if it's coming out of Israel, that's his claim. It, it was implied by saying that Israel and China are like not affected by the biological weapon. How can he then also say that his support for Israel is unconditional? Okay. So my question to the neocons and the Zionists and all these people is why? Just fucking be honest with us. I'm a reasonable person. I I can be pragmatic. Like, for example, uh, fiat currency, the Federal Reserve. I used to be all fired up about old one-eyed weenus. And now I'm not because I understand. I understand, um, you know, why they started 1913 to, to limit the boom and bust cycles of business, to increase liquidity, to central bank, to plan, to manage so that there wasn't these poverty cycles that would happen. You know, if you read what Uneducated Economist talks about, like Kantian's essays, and if you look at the economics in the 18th and 19th century, they were very moral, but very harsh. You know, there, was people, there would be people starving in the streets a lot. Like modern poor people have cell phones. Like they're not starving. They're dying from um, uh, addiction, you know, fentanyl, stuff like that. So I can understand the argument for central banking, because if you can plan uh, major economies, you don't have as much starvation. We can we can always reminisce on that when America was great again. But. You know, I read books like the farmer handbooks from the 19th century about how you pay your peasants, how you pay the serfs, 
indentured servitude, what people made, what people lived on. And it was hard. It was a more beautiful life, but it was hard. And a lot of people don't want that. A lot of people want uh, easy. They want comfort. And central banking does provide comfort. So 1913 rolls around central banking. Then you have the world wars and uh, you have America gets world reserve currency. I'm just summing it up, you know, Bretton Woods and all this stuff. And then the dollar becomes the world reserve currency. So the francs and the marks and everything, the yen, they're all backed by the dollar, not gold. 1971, they have to get off the gold standard because they were about to crash. Now it's based on the petrodollar because of the Saudi Arabian contract with Kissinger and everybody that we... Okay, so I learned so much about it that I don't have a uh, solution. And when I don't have a solution, I don't complain. That's, my, that's one of my policies. So although I find debt-based, usury-driven economies to be demonic... I understand it. I don't have a solution and no one currently alive did it. Okay. Like I'm not this hyper emotional guy. All right. Israel, I want to know why these people, while America is facing a morality crisis, homelessness, all these problems, you know, like cities are broken, the family unit's broken, all these things are happening in America. Why the fuck? Does every single Republican and most Democrats in Congress hold a vote so that Israel is now legally never considered racist and we will always be their ally? Like, that doesn't make sense to me, and I'd like to understand. Because if someone were in the comment section, as long as I'm still out on Rumble, who knows how long that's going to be, because I know everybody's changing their terms and censorship is firing up again um, because of, you know, these scripts that they're rolling out which I understand, I get it, it's the nature of the beast, and it's a great time to subscribe to unauthorized.tv or, or the more decentralized platforms like BitChute and Telegram. But I just want to know why. <laughs> like, I just want, because don't say, oh, it's where Jesus walked. No, fuck that. I know there's a pragmatic reason. Why? Is it because you're all being blackmailed? Like, what is it? Like, why is RFK Jr. saying... As president, my support of Israel will be unconditional. They bombed the USS Liberty in the 1960s, killing American servicemen. Okay? Why does no one care? (laughs) And by they, I don't mean the Jews. By they, I don't mean Israeli citizens. I don't hold people to blood libels because of their citizenship. Uh, Just like I hope that Afghanis and, you know, Iraqis don't hold me accountable for what happened in their country because of the American foreign policy or the Libyans or whatever. I, I, I am not a hypocrite or I at least try not to be a hypocrite as much as possible. So I do not hold Yogi Bear or our Israelis responsible for the actions of their governments. But. Why is it like, why, why the fuck is everyone so, um, gung ho about Israel? I just, I just want to know because it doesn't make any sense to me. And I know there's a reason. TP says, imagine if RFK Jr. Became president. We have to listen to two hours state of the union addresses in that voice. Yeah, it's, it's insane. All right, moving on. Let's talk about cool stuff. My, my video is almost uploaded. My garden update. 
By the way, do you guys know Christopher Nolan's brother's a hitman? Um, I was just reading about that. So there's three Nolan brothers. There's Christopher, Jonathan, and Matthew. And I don't even have uh, a conclusion about this. It's just super interesting. Just like Woody Harrelson's dad was a hitman who potentially killed John F. Kennedy. Um, the guy who's making Oppenheimer right now, Christopher Nolan, who I was, I, I had the honor of uh, meeting at an award show and I was introducing, I introduced, I think I introduced DiCaprio who introduced him. Um, and he was very nice and I think he's an incredible filmmaker and uh, Adam from Film Grain Studios worked on Inception with him and said he's awesome. Um, so I'm not attacking, but I just want to know what the fuck's going on with all these dudes being hitmen. All right, let me upload this real quick. His brother was a developer in Chicago and was a confirmed murderer. We were taught from childhood to like Israel and the Halo thing. Yeah, but why us? Like, I understand why Israelis um, are taught from childhood to uh, obsess about Israel. I get it. Oh, and just to make an announcement for Adam, this is great. So this is your, um, hang on, I got to uh, text somebody really fast. Um, this is a great announcement uh, for you guys. We have confirmed that we have secured Adam for a year of his services for sketches, a documentary, my special uh, and thank you all for your super chats and for subscribing to Bertari Times app, app.Bertari Times, and supporting the magazine and all the stuff and Unbearables Media and all the stuff we, uh, we are doing because we um, figured out that we had enough resources where we can secure Adam for a year. So he's going to be coming up here every couple months to shoot sketches and uh, do our editing and our commercials and everything. So um, that's huge. And we're very, very honored and blessed to have him. Adam's work is priceless, but he also should get paid. Yeah, I mean, he's always gotten paid, but now we can pay him for a year. So uh, to be consistently, like he does a lot of stuff uh, out of the love of the game, man. You know, it's like he's uh, he's a, he's a, fucking hard worker and he has been very charitable with his time and skill set but we're escalating which is great you're crushing the independent media bb thank you shirley delta bear uh it's a team effort and uh niggle is very very close to being released and guys it's gonna blow your mind i almost uh responded to a troll today it's not ready for market yet but we have uh the the uh, mobile version, already to go, already formatted. The, the bells and whistles of Niggle is going to blow your mind. And I'm going to openly advertise it to my trolls, which is fucking hysterical. Like I, I was posting last night, I had this hilarious dream. I got to tell you guys about it. But, but I, I would like an explanation about Israel. And I'd, uh, two explanations I have no interest in is synagogue is Satan, Jew, Jew, Jew. I don't care about all that. And I also don't want to hear about Jesus is returning there, Holy Land, bullshit. Be honest. Like, why the fuck is America so obsessed with Israel? Like, there has to be a reason. It's like, why do we have zoning laws? I finally understand. It's because people don't want fucking Walmart built next to them. I get it. Now, please explain... The Federal Reserve, why do we have fiat-based, usury-driven currency? Because people are trying to avoid 
the business cycle. They wanted to never have a winter again. They wanted comfort over reality. And I understand that. That's, that's something someone would choose. And then that poison tree has grown into the behemoth that you see today. I get it. They can't be honest, though. I think it's in their best interest at this point, to be honest. Because people are getting really pissed off. I'm not. I'm already through my Jew phase. But a lot of people are not through their Jew phase. In fact, they're just starting to get into the Jew phase. <laughs> and, and if you're just honest about it, people will be way, way, way more understanding. Like if somebody was like, okay, Gaddafi was about to go on a gold standard and that would have destroyed the American currency uh, and destabilized the, our ability to get cheap oil. So we had to kill him. You'd be surprised how many people, like at first they'd act like all like hippies. And then you'd be like, yeah, well, your gas would have been $15 a gallon and you wouldn't have a cell phone. And they'd be like, terror, you say? I just think people should be more fucking honest about what the hell's going on because then we can make our own decisions. Like I want to be out of the system. That's why I have a well. That's why I homeschool. That's why I farm. That's why I've decentralized communities because I don't want to be a part of that. But the irony is the more I get out of the system, the more I appreciate the infrastructure that they've set up, the, the electric, the, the currency, the trade routes, like it really is incredible. And I uh, couldn't do it and I don't have the energy to do it. And I'm glad they did it. But for example, Niggle, let me get back to Niggle. For those of you that don't know, Niggle is a uh, service we're creating where you can Search any phrase I've ever said, and it will find you the clip. And guys, we now have a Niggle Pro where it will clip you the clip and send you the clip. So like, let's say you type in, uh, like I'll show you ex- like an example of what I use Niggle for. Maybe the newsbenders guy is Israel and has an explosion insert, explosive inserted to RFK's throat. Yeah, I'd, I'd just like to know. And if anybody wants to tell me in the comment section, I'm just very curious why Israel. And if you don't want to tell me, that's fine. I don't care. I'll just keep farming and crushing. But it would help people if they just understood. Like, because it doesn't make any sense. Like, imagine, just pick any other country. America has a special relationship with Nigeria and we will back them no matter what unconditionally. Like, okay, so anyway, Niggle. Like uh, I was going off about black stealing my bike and some troll pops up and says, you're such a scammer. Uh, You even admitted once that it was a white method that stole your bike and you're doing the $400 scam thing I I can see. Swear to God, my first instinct was just to send him the website. It's not up yet, but to be like, if you want to find exactly when I said that it was a white guy who stole my bike, you can get my niggle pro. And you could clip it for 15 bucks a month because like, guys, some of these trolls are really fucking dumb. Like they don't understand the joke at all. And I'm fine with them. I just want to make money on them. And so if you want to like catch me like, oh, Jesus. So the way we're going to set up the niggle is, uh, you know, it's X amount uh, to go back three years. You know, the next layer is to go back six years and then you can have Niggle Pro to go back till my first episode. And if you pay for the next tier, 
it will clip you the three minute clip every any phrase you want that I've ever said. This is going to be great for the intelligence services that monitor me. Uh, I'm trying to make CIA, Mossad, all these guys. I want their life to be easier to do with the analysts. If you want to know what I've said about any topic ever, you, you can niggle me. And uh, and if you want to catch me like like in a in a lie or something, you, you're gonna want Niggle Pro, um, because then you can. And this is okay because a lot of people make money on my streams, which I encourage. I'm fine with it. You can always use my my clips. My clips go viral on TikTok, Facebook, wherever. As long as I'm not violating the terms of service and I'm not mass flagged, they get millions of views. People in the chat can uh, attest to this fact that I am very entertaining for people. So what a lot of people do is they'll just populate a a TikTok with my videos. They'll get like hundreds of thousands of views and then they can take down the videos and put up whatever they want and they get a lot of followers. And I don't take a piece of any of it. I I don't care. But I want to provide a service for those people. So if you want, let's say something's trending, you can niggle it, get a clip of me talking about it, Put it on TikTok, put it on Facebook, get a ton of views, make your money, whatever you want. Just pay for our service of, of uh, being the search engine powered by Niggle. Like, let me show you what I just did with uh, Andrew Tate. So Andrew Tate says, I'm, I'm, nearly, I, I'm nearly left out no right. I'm up. I can't do it. He has a lisp. He has a lisp. Andrew Tate. Andrew Tate's lisp. I, I got to work on it. He has like a half British lisp. He said, I am neither left nor right. I am up. Understand? And so I wrote, yeah, man, I've been up wing for a long time. Let me know if you ever want to learn from me. I've covered all this stuff a while ago. So what do I do? Because Andrew Tate says the shit that I said three, four years ago constantly. So I just niggled it and, and responded with a clip. Are you left wing or right wing? I'm, no, I'm up. I'm up wing. What's that? It's the right one. <laughs> okay, so I can niggle it. Like, so Andrew Tate's trying to blow all of his dumb followers' minds. And he's like, I'm neither left nor right. I'm up. Understand? Matrix. You know, and I'm like, oh, yeah, I totally understand. I've been, I've been saying that for, like, literally fucking years. And then I can niggle it, get the clip, put it right up. And uh, I can do that all the time now. Like, now, niggle is changing the game. So my trolls can ca- catch me in the lies. So they can be like, oh, Owen once said that, that a white guy actually stole his bike. Well, he sure as hell is acting black. Okay. Um, and so you can niggle like white. It was actually a white guy who stole my bike. You're going to have to go back a while to get that clip because it's definitely out there because I, I don't, I, I didn't see who stole my bike. I just know he was black. So, um, and it changed my life. Like it's made me very, very racist that and sugar. And I know a lot of like low IQ trolls don't even get the joke, which is fine. But I see you as a, as a tremendous market. So if I'm going to make your life easy, because I know that they have an entire community where they just sit around going, look at what Owen said here. And, and they'll just get a joke that they don't understand. And they'll be like, eh, eh, ah, right? But I'll make it easier for you because I have uh, 170 days of material um, on... Uh, in our catalog, like we have 2 million phrases. We're even creating an AI, uh, a Big Bear AI, where I have a full uh, AI. 
And uh, Nagel is, uh, and so uh, we have so much fucking content that you can craft and scheme and do whatever you want with anything I've ever said and populate your Reddit, your TikTok, your Facebook. If you're uh, an intelligence agency trying to impress your boss, but you got to get Nagel Pro. Um, and if you want us to clip it for you, because the basic Nagle will be $5 a month with a $4.11 startup fee. So it's not 11 first month. <laughs> anyway, that will give you three years of niggling, um, or three years of catalog, and it'll show you where it is. And that's really fucking cheap. But then, you know, for 10 a month, you get to uh, have six years. But then if you get Niggle Pro, like if you are working for, you know, the IDF or one of these intelligence places, you're going to want Niggle Pro. And so same with the trolls. Like if you're working at Reddit, like you're masturbating, you're on drugs, like you're in your mom's basement, like you don't have time to look or edit. You know, you want the full package deal. You can go back eight years and Niggle will clip it for you and send it right to you. But you also need unauthorized to do it. So uh, I think it's fucking fair because I know a lot of the, uh, the trolls struggle with watching all my content and uh, it's great. Singing AI own available now that yay bike was hysterical. Crafty Grover said, well, yeah, it's also great for our content creators because I didn't want it to be at first. We're like, yeah, let's make nigga like a thousand dollars because we thought it would just be for trolls. And we just thought it'd be hilarious if like Reddit trolls, like they're like, eh, fuck, and they like spent a thousand dollars on it. But then I'm like hometown bear and Daywalker and all these people that make all this awesome content. We want it available to them as well for something. What I, I know it sounds like I'm being a dick, but $5 a month is legitimately super fucking cheap. Okay. Especially because we've been designing it. We have servers. We've been like, it, it takes a lot of work. It's, and whatever I make on Nagel, I'm going to put into Ursa Rio. So just know that, okay? So uh, I think it's going to be incredible. And Nagel also, and where is it? Nagel, see like Nagel Mobile, like this frames exactly to your uh, cell phone. And we're also going to do a Nagel app. So if you just type in Steven Crowder, like we limited it to 33 results. <laughs> Uh, and you can just find the ticket almost took solutions over outrage, not gay Jared and the people get it. Why men need bullying Vaxu virtual asset exploitation unit and the truth about crypto intensely shaming the sliding scale of sodomy groomer awareness month, 1488 plus one esoteric Nazism, Nazi tech and cosmology with Christopher Gardner, poly want to do over uh, record turnaround time. Like if you wanted, like, let's say you're trying to like, let's say you're a troll and you're trying to get someone I'm friends with to hate me. So you can type in any name and see if I've ever made fun of them in the past. If you have Niggle Pro, it'll clip it for you. Then you can send it to the creator and try and get them to hate me. I don't care. Like, I don't, I think this is all ridiculous. I think the troll online world is so fucking dumb and pathetic. And if anybody won't be my friend because I made fun of them five years ago, I literally don't want, I have plenty of friends. Like, I almost have so, too many friends where I have to make cuts. Like, Coddington has been very unresponsive lately. Like, he's been going, going to bed early, you know. And I hire him to be my Twitter handler because I don't read terms of service. I think uh, I don't like Talmudic loophole shit. It, like, makes me angry. 
So I have him do it. So I'll send him my tweets and say, like, is this fine? And his response time has been so bad lately that I may cut him. So, you know, like, this is how I think. Like, I don't want more friends. So, like, let's say somebody's like, oh, like, you could go back eight years, seven years. I don't know how many years ago. And find videos where I'm making fun of Vox. When I first heard him, but I always thought he was cool in a way. It was actually really interesting. Where when I first heard Vox, he was talking about how uh, national socialism at least kept countries intact, whereas globalism destroys nations. And I thought that was fucking ridiculous. And so I was kind of making fun of him, but I always found him really highly intelligent and very interesting. So... Over a short period of time, he grew on me and then we became friends and then business partners. And, uh, you know, we've had a thriving uh, friendship and uh, business relationship ever since. But let's say you're a troll and you want to get a piece of that. Just type in Vox. okay? niggle. You can niggle pro it. It'll go back to the very beginning where I'm like, the fuck's this guy talking about? Because I really... Uh, Because it does make sense now, though. And he doesn't like National Socialism. But at least... Or or communism. Oh, yeah, it was also talking about communism. Because back then, I was, like, very neocon-y. And for me, like, communism is the worst thing ever. And he goes... He's like, at least Poland still exists. At least Hungary still exists. He's like, England doesn't exist as a nation anymore. And that, that point, I found so preposterous. Because... You know, I was so deep in the uh, uh, communism always bad thing, which it is. You know, communism is a bullshit economic. uh, I mean, America right now is more communist than the USSR in a lot of ways, which is hysterical. But the globalism actually led to a more ethnically broken nation than communist countries. Like East Germany is more German as a nation, which is a blood. It is an ethnicity. Then West Germany. And at first that made me like, but see, this is the thing. Anybody that's close to me or friends with me has to understand that my life is an open book and it's a process. And so you'll find clips of me from years ago where I'm saying stuff that I completely disagree with now, but you'll still see that underlying personality and that authenticity that makes me who I am. And if you're going to be my friend or if you're going to be my online, by the way, Coddington, I'm joking around. I'm never replacing you. you you're, you're my little Israel. Okay, Coddington, you have unconditional support for me. And by unconditional, I mean you're, you've been blackmailing me. I recall the first Vox appearance on Owen's show late 18. It was quietly epic. He was an anti-Amazon Kindle jag at the time. Yeah, but see, I require that if you're going to be my friend or if you're going to be my online friend, you have to understand that I, my life is an open book. My opinions change. I'm always honest. I'm always authentic. And if you want to go back and try and use these shame tactics or if you don't understand the joke that I based my entire life around a black guy stealing my bike and he may have been a white guy, but he was sure as shit acting like a black guy. If that doesn't make you bubble with joy and laughter, like you're fucking idiotic and I don't care. <laughs> but if you want to impress your fellow trolls, you can niggle it. And how many people in the chat want niggle? Yeah, the USS Cotter T. Yeah. How many people in the chat? Just let me know in the chat. Are you guys going to get niggle? Or are you going to get niggle pro? 
Uh, are you going to get the basic niggle? Let me know. My little Israel hysterical. Yeah, Kyneton's my little Israel. I mean, it, make, it makes no sense why I give him half. But, like, he's in, you know? Yes to nickel prone. <laughs> oh, I love it. Everyone's like, why does Kyneton get so much power and so much from you? And I'm like, you know, we have to die for Coddington. Uh, both niggles, stubby, dirty hands, pounding winner. Here's uh, Owen Benjamin Clips. I'm Owen Benjamin's little Israel. Nice. Nice job, Codsworth. You really are. You have an unexplainable amount of power and influence in my life. Like an insane... Kyneton is the only one with my passwords to BitChute, Rumble, Telegram. I don't run any of it. He gets half of my taxes. Okay, so I collect taxes in the form of Super Chats. Israel, my little Israel gets half. He runs all of it, and no one understands why. I'll tell you why. It's because the fucker is blackmailing me. Me and Mike Pence were double-teaming a pineapple, right, in a Holiday Inn. Little Coddington has his little fucking camera, and now me and Mike Pence have to give him half forever. For those of you that have been vaccine damaged, I'm just kidding. I've never had sex with a pineapple. I did try and fuck an orange once, though, uh, and it burned my ween. Oh, really? You're one to talk about making fun of sodomy. Here's a clip of you fucking an orange. I, there's no video of me fucking orange, but I used to do a bit about fucking an orange. Yes, I've had a long life with a lot of changes, uh, very authentic. And that's why I want Niggle to actually help out my trolls. Because, you know, you have a full day between masturbating, doing fentanyl, and screaming at your dolls. Um, you don't have time to watch all my streams. So Niggle it. Then you can try and create a shame catalog to get people to, from not listening to me. And guess what? You're doing me a service. I should pay you $15 a month for Troll Pro. Because anybody that can be shamed into not listening to me because they don't understand jokes, I don't want them. Codsworth, collect the taxes from the Bertarians. I rolled it. I feel fucking amazing. You guys want to see uh, my awesome garden video? I have so much, dude. A live bear has a new... Uh... Oh, dude. You guys want to see uh, an actual video of Coddington last time we were on vacation? This is actually Coddington. Here he comes. Please don't knock those together. No. Oh, oh, holy God. shit! Jeez. Oh, Bobby, stop. Bobby, stop. What is wrong with you? Because a lot of you guys don't know what Kyneton looks like. This is actual video of last time me and Kyneton were on were on tour, and he borrowed that vest from me, and he got the hat. He bought the hat at the dollar store. No one knew what he was planning. And this is actually Coddington. Please don't knock those together. No. Oh, oh, holy God. shit! Jeez. Oh, Bobby, God. stop. Bobby, stop. What's wrong with you? Do not move. Do not move. What is wrong with you? Are you dumb? Swear to God, it makes more sense to me to make that guy president than the support of Israel. Swear to God. Okay. How many of you guys? Uh, how many of you guys are gonna get uh, Nagel? I am too Jewish to get Nagel, but it is an awesome product. Why would you not get Nagel, Persian Jew? All right, here's the super chats. Crestmont Bear, 
Greetings, Big Bear. Your 1733 Illuminati confirmed episode is one of your best ones yet. Thank you for breaking the spells for us. I hope you, I hope one of the animers, animators creates a cartoon for your Mexican child trafficker flow state bit. That was pure comedy gold. Also, paying my gay way for standing in a building right now. Can someone please make a cartoon of that one flow state of the Mexican child sex traffickers? I promise you it's going to age like fucking fine wine. Because the more that comes out about the movie and the funding and the scam, the more it's going to be, it's going to be like in two years, it's going to be like the funniest thing ever. Trust me, you can niggle it. Bud Bear, stoked for Saturday Indie Meetup. Hope to see some new bear faces. We've got bears coming from surrounding states. The gravy will flow. God bless the bears. Indeed, Bud Bear. Keep doing the meetups. Community is strength. Letterkeeper Bear, look up number one cornerback for Alabama 2023. You're going to love the name. Codsworth, remind me as soon as I'm done reading this. Codsworth, just look it up for me and let me know what the name is in the chat, please. Coach Bear, street report. Unfortunately, we lost the technology Helen Keller used to communicate with her handlers and it was too tough to recreate. Seeing that video again, if that style was replicable, it would have been a game changer. Thanks for sponsoring a gay bit. I was laughing so much from that. Post office crushes. Indeed, Coach Bear, really good work. Trippin' Fella says, re-listening to your racism and other light topics episode today. It's such a great episode. I'm going to suggest it to my 18-year-old son. Thanks for the great moral building content. Anytime. Uh, uh, demoralization is actually how genocide works. I have so many things to talk about today. I don't think I have time. But it's not about lining people up against a wall and shooting them. It's about convincing them they suck. I think that's what happened to the Indians. I bear paying gay away for crossing the imaginary line between Kennedy and America yesterday after being suspected uh, subject to a vehicle search from a female border agent. Women should never wear badges. Hi, K.O. Bear. And for using a credit card to super chat. Well done, I bear. Uh, Codsworth, is that are we up to date now? Uh, the name is Kool-Aid McKinstry. His name is Kool-Aid McKinstry. That's uh that that checks out. <laughs> okay, moving on. Here is uh Donald Trump and Martin Luther King Jr. This is what the the Q-tards have been squirting about. Just two just two commies who cheat on their wives. Okay, moving on. Uh by the way, uh we will be getting Niggle is now available in Braille. So uh so Niggle will be available for Helen Keller. Okay. Oh, this is, I'll just set this up before I tell you about my dream. So this guy, and it turns out he might've been joking, but I was on a ride. I kept talking about my bike being stolen and how racism isn't about hatred. It's about pattern recognition. And this guy said, I'm going to, his name's Don Lucra, breaker of narratives. He said, I'm going to sue the hell out of Google. If they don't remove this from my search result, this is so racist. The way black conservatives are treated should be illegal. This is true hate crime. Why am I treated so bad? Because if you look up Don Lucra, it says Coon. And so this made me super fucking happy. Uh, Codsworth, are we caught up? Is that all our super chats for two fucking days? I guess guess my little Israel is not going to be able to make any money today. That's fine. I think you've had enough. So I said, I was feeling super racist, but it was probably because of the sugar. I'll tell you about my dream. 
I said based Google. I'm so, oh, here's one more super chat. So we have nothing on Rockfin or Rumble. Oh, here's a Rockfin. I got a tip from Shiloh Carpenter. P.O. Bear paid the gay victim away. Thank you. I said, okay, based Google. I've slowly started liking Google. They're low key, but they get it. This quote-unquote conservative is going to sue a private company for hate speech because that's what conservative means. I always knew deep down Google gets it. 2023, the great reunification has begun. Let's focus on what we have in common. And me and Google definitely have one thing in common. The way we would describe this conservative. Coon. Okay? And then um, some people, uh, David says, you must know he wasn't being serious. So I replied... And here's another super chat from Fruitful Bear. Fuck the trolls. Niggle is going to be my life vest when I start drowning in the gravy streams looking for my favorite ladlefuls. Dude, Niggle's going to help my listeners so much. Because so many people are like, what's that one stream where you talked about this? You can niggle it and find the stream immediately. Then you can clip it if you want. Niggle Pro. If you want to make a content uh, channel, bang, immediately. So I wrote, turns out this guy may be joking. I'm not, though. I love how Google described him. I want more of it. Dead serious. Uh, And then someone said, shots fired. I wrote, not really. I'm just mad about my bike. Then a guy named Robbie said, stretching for an L. Had a few of these recently. Must Maybe it's time to shut up and farm. I wrote, you're a grown man named Robbie. And then he was like, oh my God, you responded. I'm a big fan. If you're a fucking fan, don't heckle me. Maybe it's time you go by Robert. Robbie is what you name a Down syndrome kid. And I said, I probably overreacted to this guy. I've just been thinking all night about how one of them stole my bike in 1991. And I've been a little quick on the draw. Okay. And now I want to tell you about my dream. So yesterday I had a dessert for the first time in like six months. Because I'm down some weight. I don't know if you guys have noticed, but I'm looking incredibly attractive these days. Working out hard, eating great crushing but yesterday i pounded some cake hard because my wife who's part mestizo brought pinatas to the white idahoans and it blew everyone's mind they love pinatas okay so i was feeling it we had a bouncy house everyone's crushing uh it was charles's birthday of house bear not that anyone in the super chats gives a fuck robbie crushes the double bottleneck in the pool woohoo Hips don't lie. No, I'm crushing. I'm literally just, I mean, Amy's been like eye-fucking me all day long. But so I ate a lot of sugar and I got real racist. And so then I went to bed and I had a dream. Should I just play you guys a dream? I fucking put it on Twitter. Uh, I'll just play you guys a dream. Let me get it on Twitter. It's so fucking funny. I told it to my wife and she's like, She's like, that's so funny. Yeah, where is it? Uh, here we go. I just want to tell you guys this hilarious dream I had last night. Oh, by the way, live stream today, 2 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, unauthorized.tv, Rumble, Odyssey, VK, wherever you guys get your streams. <laughs> I was telling it to my wife, and she was laughing super hard, so I figured it's, it's worth telling you guys. I had a dream I was doing stand-up comedy again last night, and I was being, like, viciously racist to this, this, there's, like, a a bee in the crowd with a gun, and I was, like, and I was, like, why do you have that gun? He goes, I'm trying to kill a possum. It's coming after my chickens, 
And I go, that's how we feel about you guys. And the whole crowd got really silent. <laughs> and I just go, oh, I'm sorry. I eat, I eat too much sugar today. Like I get really, really racist when I eat a lot of sugar. And then everyone applauded and understood. <laughs> and the bee with the gun in me ended up becoming friends. Because it was like a bee with like a, a person with a bike with, with like a gun and overalls on. And he ended up after the show being like, I actually relate to a lot of what you say. And, I, and I'm like, sorry for saying that we want to exterminate you guys. I just ate all this sugar. And I was dead in the dream. It was all totally real. Because yesterday I had some, uh, some of my son's uh, cake for his birthday. And I was just going off on Twitter about when my bike was stolen in 1991 by what I assumed to be a black man. And I couldn't stop thinking about it. And then I'm like, man, sugar makes me so racist. And, and then I fell asleep. And I, and I was doing... And I was like dead serious telling... Because you know how there's a certain group that explains away their like giant Ponzi scheme financial crimes because an event that may or may not have happened 80 years ago in a foreign country? All right. It really is that stupid. Like, I should be able to explain away anything that I because I ate too much sugar. Like, if you're like, yeah, sorry for being so racist. I just had a bunch of sugar. Like, people should be like, yeah, that makes sense. It's kind of like, like, you know, Trump, pardon that, that redacted uh, Ponzi schemer who then just did another Ponzi scheme immediately after being released. And their excuse is always like, yeah, well, you know, that thing happened 80 years ago. So, and everyone's like, yeah, yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> Mine is sugar. It's like when I, when I eat sugar, that's why I try not to eat sugar anymore. It's because it makes me super racist. All right, guys, I'll see you at the live stream. I just thought that dream was pretty fucking funny. Yeah, because we've been trying to figure out what possum has been, uh, like what, like we think it's a possum. We have like some random fucking little animal around the house. So I, I literally was doing a dream because I'm starting to get a little anxiety about the show in, uh, in Missouri and I'm doing stand up, and I'm like, and there's a black guy with a gun and I'm like, he's like, I'm just trying to get a possum. And I'm like, that's how we feel about you guys. Cause you guys are always stealing our shit. And everyone's like, and I'm like, I ate a lot of sugar today. And I was like, because if you think about it, like um, a lot of these Jewish guys, they'll be like, oh, I know I did another Ponzi scheme, but the Holocaust. And everybody's like, yeah, yeah, that makes total sense. It doesn't make any sense. Like they, they don't even speak English in Germany. And it was before any of these people were born. And it, like, wh why is that? <laughs> why is that an excuse to do anything? Like, it literally is more of an excuse to, if you had too much coffee than, like, the Holocaust. Uh, speaking of, Sharia law would be great. Uh, Houston woman, look at her. Look at her. Take a note. Houston woman detained in Dubai, charged with screaming in public. Hey, America, this is how you do it. It's called Sharia fucking law. When they yell in public, you can arrest them. Okay? Ah, but that, ah, you don't even, no, nah, ah, no, no, no. You're now going to jail. Like, you, you're not allowed to scream in public. Jesus Christ. Okay.
Let's uh, God. Let's get off uh, Twitter. I'm about to show you AI Kanye West. <laughs> they steal stuff. Anchor Bear put together something great. Anchor Bear, I'm about to send you a rap that I'd really that we need to cover for the festival. All right, we got to put in the time. There's a lot of words. <laughs> if we can pull it off, it's going to be legendary. Codsworth, let me know when we're out of the uh, of the station. And I'm going to show you what Anchor Bear has done. He made uh, he made AI Kanye West singing my bike song. Oh, real quick, uh, this is uh, this is a little niggle here. Coming soon. Kyanton, we also have to show the new Alive Bear cartoon called Young Bowler Bear. I just have to wait for my little Israel to let me know when we're good to go. Maybe that's how America just got linked up with Israel. They just kind of fell into it. And it's just like, oh, I guess they just, I guess they just kind of like have all this control. It's like, why? And you're like, I don't know. They just, they're good at it and they're loyal Loyal, he bombed your fucking boat. It's like, yeah, you know, they're on sugar. Dude, it's all about blaming everything on being on sugar. Oh, and by the way, it's a great time to subscribe to Unauthorized. I think that uh, censorship is about to, about to get a little crazy here. Uh, Andrew Torba, this is why I always have a Gab account, because this is a great answer. A guy named Sam Parker said, Is it true that Trump's people approached you about investing in Gab after Twitter banned him? but only if you gave them controlling interest. And Andrew said his team approached us about joining Gab after he was banned on Twitter, but they demanded that we censor criticism of Israel and Jews. Uh, Israel and Jews are two totally different things. Israel is being fucking sneaky as a zeitgeist, like as a aggregor, uh, as a swarm, uh, it's acting sneaky. Because to be anti or to criticize Israel is not to criticize Jews. Um, where's Kyneton? Are we all, all clear? So look at just look at the wizardry in this. Not from Torah, but look, look at this. So, so you're not allowed to criticize Jews or Israel on Gab. We obviously said no, and then he went to Rumble. They took the deal and added a hate speech clause to their TOS the day he joined, and then raised three hundred million from the usual suspects. So Rumble, I I am rooting for, but I, I see a pattern. Uh, Fuentes, who I'm fine with, but Fuentes does a speech, pisses everyone off, and then I get kicked off DLive. Uh, same thing just happened with Rumble. So Fuentes does a speech. And again, not looking for beef with Fuentes. Much love, you know. Um, my buddy Adam spent a lot of time with him, with Ye, and said uh, he's a fine young man. So it's all good. Um, but I've noticed a pattern that Fuentes will push the envelope like at January 6th. They're now with this like Jew thing. And then DLive kicks him off. And then for some reason I get kicked off, even though I'm telling everyone not to go to January 6th. And uh, Fuentes just got kicked off Rumble. So I don't know. Uh, I uh, 
Reason Rumble stream stops all the time. Confirm. Yeah, so unauthorized, like subscribed unauthorized. Also, if you plan on using Niggle, subscribed unauthorized. BitChute, Odyssey, uh, really decentralized. I hope Rumble doesn't do that. I hope that the, um, the their Jews see that I'm not a threat to them, that I'm not a uh, one of these Catholic militant guys. I think the Pope is a fag. So uh, I'm, I'm just a man without a um, without alliances or sacred cows. Like I mock everybody. <laughs> so so I think a lot of Jews are starting to see that about me, and hopefully they stop just constantly sabotaging. Because it is going to backfire on them over time. Like people are getting very, very annoyed. And I would like it if we didn't follow the same script where you blame all your problems on Jews and nobody fucking improves their life and you break your own supply chains and everyone fucking starves again. Israeli government gives all Jews a bad name. Well, it's like I know a ton of Jews that are anti-Zionist. So there really isn't a coherent Jews. Uh, maybe Rumble doesn't allow Catholic trannies. Yeah, totally. I mean, I, I mean, he's a very, very odd duck, you know, and as a man who owns five ducks, I can tell when there's an odd duck and, uh, it, there seems to be a pattern. (laughs) Um, someone just wrote part of your argument for not being censored is I think the Pope is a fag. (laughs) Yeah. Just know that I'm not part of the, like, we got to hurt Jews. I know we can niggle this this later. So want to time travel a little? If you're a Mossad agent and you get someone niggling this phrase and puts it on your desk, this is why our 30-second, one-minute, three-minute clips always go back a little bit so you get context. I am not one of those, we have to hurt the Jews in order to win, guys. I don't care what the Like, imagine if as a farmer... All I thought about was like possums where I'm not watering my, my garden. I'm not building anything. I don't have raised beds. I don't fucking have a greenhouse. I'm just sitting around all day going possums. I would fail as a farmer because I'm not constructive. And I know I've gone through the white claw phase when I first found out about APAC and the sneakiness and the usury and all that stuff. Um, and so it's easy to think I'm one of those guys, but I'm honestly not one of those guys. In fact, I think that in order for the Catholic Jew battery to work, there has to be like threats. So don't make threats. It's the only way they get power. And by they, I don't mean the Jews because they're not functioning as a coherent group. Like the only way they get power is if they're threatened by like, because if you're not actually threatening them, like if you say, like, like I say, uh, I, I want porn to be illegal, like I'm against porn. Then someone calls that anti-Semitic, that backfires on them. Because it, it's like, so what, Jews, like porn is Jews? Like that's crazy, right? Let them look crazy. Like if we have meetups where everybody looks pretty white and we're farming and they call that anti-Semitic, that makes them look paranoid and crazy. Allow them to look crazy, Okay. If you say, like, we have to get rid of a demographic or they're the enemy of God, you they look valid when they censor and ban you because you're threatening them. You understand? I promise I'm right. 
Um, Sinead O'Connor made herself the enemy of half the world in the 90s, tearing up a picture of the Pope on Saturday Night Live. Sinead O'Connor gets it. She wanted to be... She wanted to be part of the winning team. She wanted to wear a burqa and be able to arrest women for screaming in public. Guys, I don't think you understand how great this is. Houston woman, look at the picture, detained in Dubai, charged with screaming in public. Does no one want peace? Does no one want quiet? Oh, well, so I'm not allowed to do this. Yeah, yeah, you're not allowed. That's, that's, you get detained. All right, here's some super chats here. Joe Gagan, please say in MLK voice, I have a dream today. I have a dream that one day little white nigger boys and little black nigger girls will walk hand in hand across this great nigger land. There you go. Gagan, sync update. At the exact same moment I typed dream in my previous super chat, your voice said dream as you set up your dream story. That's right. The real Ethernet. It's about Ether. It's about, it's about crushing. Freeball and Bear says, I need to find where you said the evil of the world wants to shape you into a butt plug. So niggle pro it is. That's exactly what I'm talking about. The trolls can niggle me and they can squirt themselves into oblivion. My actual audience, my supporters, if you want to find some of these phrases, you can have a blast with it. If you want to call out people on Twitter for stealing my shit, you can niggle it, get the clip, post it. Bang. And let, and you don't even need to make an accusation because it could have been a coincidence or it could have been theft. Let the people decide. Niggle, niggle me this. Shy Panda Bear for Charles's birthday. Why, thank you. Oh, yeah, the Big Bear stream. Thank you, Kyle. 3X Combat Bear, do you remember? Does anybody remember laughter? I'm moving to Dubai right now. It's just about peace and quiet in the public realm. You guys want to see my crushing garden? Here we go. And I really hope someone answers the Israel question without some crazy... I I want to know, like, functionally, why the fuck does everyone care about Israel so much? It just doesn't make any sense to me. And I think the your you hate Jews explanation is really wearing thin. No one... People are like, What? All right, check out how much this garden is popping. So we got the onions, the grapes. We're going to make grape juice, carrots, sunflowers, giving a little shade. We got our whole garlic patch over there. We got radishes and, uh, sorry, I'm blanking on the, the, the red things, beets. Then outside, we got some nice flowers, some kale. Uh, cabbage, we got our own cabbage patch. Those are currants, great for uh, medicine. Plum trees, where we sit and hang out. These are all potatoes. Um, as you can see, it's just filled with potatoes. You just dig right in, potatoes everywhere. Yeah, we're like the Russian army. All right, check this out. So, burlap gives it some shade. We got dino kale, I think that's dino kale. The other kind of kale, edible flowers, carrots, onions, beans. We just had all these peas. Those have seen better days, but we got to eat most of it. The rainbow chard, more carrots. This is all, all the soil was uh, composted manure from our animals. Uh, cucumber trellis, tomatoes, tomatoes, tomatoes. Look at this. I'm telling you guys. 
Uh, I'm no nutritionist, but I think a great way to live is eat whatever is around you in that time. Like I haven't been eating very much meat or dairy this summer. I've been eating a ton of berries and veggies and all this stuff. I'll have some cream and some meat. Like we've slaughtered some chickens recently, but the winter, it's all about heavy fat and cream. The summer, it's all about uh, what's growing around you. And I feel awesome. So uh, yeah, I built this greenhouse. People keep asking me about this stuff. Yeah, I built all this. It's really not that hard. I'm not the most handy guy in the world. And these are just two by four by eights, four by fours, just uh, uh, roofing there, aluminum roofing. Uh, yeah, you just, I, I like these raised beds because I'm six eight and I don't go low. So I just built those. The, the greenhouse, I got a kit and it took me like 200 hours to build it. I needed help from a guy named Brad, but uh, we did that together a few years ago. And yeah, it's just unlimited produce now. Look at this. Like that's, I don't know what, like $1,000 in kale. And you can get a packet of seeds pretty cheap. And it's just awesome because I think you get more energy when it comes right out of the ground. I have my kids coming out here. We have a raspberry bush over there. We just come out here and eat whatever's popping. See? And my kids like, my kids homeschool out here. They learn how to read Latin underneath a plum tree. It's pretty freaking heavenly, guys. And it's all, uh, well, I will survive. And it's all natural, it just, it just blooms. So I have 10 acres. People always ask me how much uh, land I have, but a lot of that is pasture land. This entire setup is like 1 16th of an acre or 1 8th, maybe. 1 16th, I would say 1 16th. That whole greenhouse, this entire garden, Look at how much food you can make for one sixteenth of an acre. And then here we have a pear tree, more pear trees, another pear tree. And out here we have uh, strawberries, asparagus, blackberries. Uh, it's fun, dude. Get into gardening. It's super fun. I know sometimes I can appear negative on Twitter, but it's only because I'm a comedian and if a comedian, like a comedian not making fun of somebody is like a hooker not putting out, you know? If I'm not mocking, I'm not funny. I went through that phase for a little while. I was trying to be like this positive guy and it just isn't funny to be like, oh, I'm so blessed. Oh, look how good Joe Rogan's so tall and heterosexual. You know, it's not being a comedian. And so I get, so I try to balance it out with like inspiring, uplifting shit. But trust me, you don't want me to be like life coach comedian. They suck. Pear tree, crushing, grapes, pears. Look at that. And guess what sometimes flies in there? Partridges. Partridges actually like pear trees. Do you want to see our medicine cabinet? Totally barefoot. Garlic. Garlic over there is a pumpkin patch. Everybody's getting it. Everyone's crushing. You see all those things that look like clipped weenuses? You're getting it. That's why vampires don't like garlic because they're antibacterial. Okay, you see how all the mythology all fits with reality? Okay, much love, everybody. Okay, okay, everyone gets it. 
Yeah, when people say like, oh, do you just hate everything? No, I'm a comedian. And you don't want a comedian that doesn't mock shit. That's like a hooker that doesn't suck your dick. It makes no sense. Okay? Oh, I just saw Sound of Freedom. Inspired. So blessed. All oh, these children are not safe. Wise. Wire. Oh, why you gotta be so negative? Because I'm a comedian and I make fun of people that are lying. That's literally my whole job. All right, let's uh, enjoy uh, the talents of the Bertarian community. And you can join the community. And we have our own social media. It's uh, Bertaria Times, the app on iPhone or Android or app.bertariatimes.com. And uh, we've been doing so well that we've been able to secure Adam from Film Grain Studios for a full year. So thank you, everybody, for supporting and being a part of the community. Niggle will be out very shortly. And I really uh, hope you guys join that. Uh, this is the great alive bear with a little sketch called Young Bowler Bear. N word town <laughs> during the great watermelon famine. Bowler Bear! Bowler Bear! I told you, Bowler Bear, when the street lights go on, you got to come home, nigga. <laughs> Hilarious. Brought to you by Niggle. Uh, by the way, 100% real. Give me one second. It's what they do to little black kids. Hang on one second. Uh, one second, ladies and gentlemen. So Carmelo Anthony's son, they dress up like a little girl. Like that's real. I don't even want to show it because it's like child. It's like child abuse. But that's young uh, young Bowler Bear uh, getting thrown his nickels by the by the Jays. Let's watch it again. Oh, Dwayne Wade's son. Bowler Bear. Bowler Bear. I told you, Bowler Bear, when the street lights go on, you got to come home, nigga. (laughs) Brought to you by Nigger. Unauthorized, actually. That shit's real, man. This is uh this is Dwayne Wade's son. I mean, they literally just dress him up like girls. Like the grabbers literally do that. Same with Magic Johnson, all of them. Louisiana Black Bear gets it. There's nothing the grabbers like more than to get a big buck, like a big alpha black buck, and dress up their sons like girls. 
This this is actually Boar Bear's um, childhood. Let's watch it again. Before he was rescued by the bears. Before Boar Bear first saw my live stream, this was literally what he did for a living. Bola Bear! Bola Bear! I told you, Bola Bear, when the street lights go on, you gotta come home, nigga. <laughs> Like, I used to not understand why they kept trying to put blacks in dresses, but now I get it. See, this is why I'm reaching out to the Zionists to explain to me why Israel. I get why you put these fucking niggers in dresses, man. I mean, they're acting, they're shooting their guns sideways, acting all tough, like like bucks. Super high testosterone, rip chiseled. But you get these motherfuckers to be in a dress. Now that's power. Good, good for you, Jews. You know, I get it. I mean, they're so annoying. They're loud in the movie theater. They're shooting a gun sideways, drinking grape drink and the fucking. I mean, it's like you just sit around going like, you think what I'm thinking? Chris Rock, Martin Lawrence, Jamie Foxx, all in dresses. Yeah, I get it. I want to get see these black motherfuckers in dresses, too. That's what they get for being so loud in a movie theater, shooting a gun sideways, drinking that grape drink. I, I would be a good undercover Jew because this is how I'd, I'd get in with them. Or grab her. I'd get in there and they'd be like, eh, what are you trying to hit me? I'd be like, no, dude, I'm in. I'm like, man, that, that fucking dick looks so bad unless we give it a haircut. It's like, what do you mean? I'm like, yeah, look at that anteater dick. I say we bite the fucking tip right off it. And they're like, you serious? You understand? I'm like, understand? Look at this fucking nigger out here. Let's get him in a dress. Chop off his dick. Then we'll see who's proud. And he's like, oh, yeah, this guy's really going for it. And I'd be like, dude, I'm in. Nuclear bombs are super real. And if anybody pisses off Israel, they can destroy the whole world with a button. And they're like, yeah, right? We definitely have them. BB is a white hat Jew. No, because part of me really does get it, Louisiana Black Bear. Not to sound racist or anything, but to see you fucking proud-ass niggas in a dress. I mean, that really gets me going. Uh, anyway, speaking of proud-ass niggas in a dress, here's Kanye West singing my song using AI. Next song, you know, I, I've never done this on stage before. And, uh, because I don't like to be vulnerable, I like to talk about things I've been through. But this is uh, something that happened to me once in my life. You know, I remember just coming out with boys. And I was like, something doesn't feel right. I'm like, is that the tree? I know that's the tree I I chained my bike on. Did I rollerblade here? Oh no, wait, I'm not a gay guy. You're no, not it's a not gay possible. Guy. Did I walk here? No. It's 20 miles away. I couldn't walk. I know my bike was there. Is that guy on my bike? Oh, I'm sorry. Sorry, sir, it's a horse. <laughs> I thought that was my bike. That looks a lot like my bike over there. Black guy sitting on, I don't want to sound racist. 
They've been through so much. They really have. I don't want to accuse another black man of a crime he didn't commit. That will make me just as bad as the crime itself. Um, but that does look a lot like my bike. It has my name written on it. And that's my handwriting. Well done. And that's my Justin Trudeau calendar in the front. <laughs> Those are my custom spokes. I gotta say something. I don't want to be offensive. Oh, it just have this drink. That nigga stole my bike. Yeah. I really need my bike. It's Mike Tyson's punch out by the way. a lot of fun. What a great day. Let's read some mail. Dear Owen Benjamin, Mr. Spellbreaker, Bard King of Bertari, I love your work. Keep it up. A while back, you wanted some specific race observations and comments. Could you please do your Norm McDonald impersonation? Thank you. And Muslims are uh, the best at negotiating with, with uh, Jews. Monkeys could learn a lot from blacks. Yeah, uh, the Chinese are... Uh, Good at multiplying. Whites are probably the best race to uh, to make half casts with uh, white is the best blank canvas. It's also easier to see them at night. Harder to steal bikes. Here, let me read the super chat real quick. River Mermaid Bear says, uh, the president of Boeing used the word crushing in an email title sent to all his employees today. Yeah, it's called uh, Ripples Through the Zeitgeist. Vietnamese women understand uh, what objective banning is. When they work outside in the rice paddies, the uh, sun doesn't touch their skin. I'll get it. Mexicans would really want to know who live like kings on a bean farm. <laughs> the Jews are uh, most inventive when it comes to numbers. <laughs> Canadians are the best at... Uh, Making the rest of the world look like the better option. That's funny. That was a really funny one. Did Kelly Harry Bushman suffer from uh, mesophonia? Could a joke be really funny if only one person got it? Eh, Barbara? There's another super chat. Rick. Nigger is provocative. It gets the people going. Indeed. This sucks. Louisiana Blackbird, what's wrong? Did I get banned from uh, Rumble? 
This sucks. Did I get kicked off Rumble? Uh, anytime I... Louisiana Blackbird, I get kicked off Rumble? Every time Flanese does his thing, everybody gets fucking censored. It's like, I like noticed that. I, I bet I'm not long for Rumble. Codsworth? Oh, the letter? Oh, Rumble's working? Okay, good. Louisiana Blackbird, let's see you write a fucking letter. All you do is sit here with your grape drink. Thanks, Big Bear Cod Bears have a genuine silver Aussie coin commemorating the year of the rabbit to pay my Aussie gay away. Yeah, let's see you give me some fucking silver, Louisiana Black Bear. You don't even know what Sigga is, silver. You like, what that bitch? What that bitch on the silver? The year of the rabbit, Louisiana Black Bear, you see that? Run, rabbit, run. The farmer's got a gun. Right? Not to sound racist, but I've been eating a lot of sugar. No watching on my TV app? Good. I hope Rumble sticks right. I feel good about Rumble. I feel like, um, I don't know, I felt good about DLive too. I understand if people make violent threats. Like, I really do understand that. That, like, really scares people. But if you make it so you're not allowed to make fun of the richest people in the world who have huge noses, like that's not going to make people like you. It's not like how like how can you do comp? Because then nothing makes any sense if you play favorites like that. So you can make fun of the Canadians and the whites and it's just it's just so fucking disturbing to me. It's fine. We have alternatives, but it's all good. Louisiana Black Bear, why don't you send me your gold tooth? What's a tooth, nigga? Um, by the way, you can't ban words like nigger. You can ban me. Si- like, I, I would understand. Honest to God. If I was sitting here going, we need to get rid of niggers or else we can't have families. They're trying to, like, if I was doing that shit, I understand uh, being paranoid about that. Or like, because that does actually, I think it violates... Laws, if you're making like violent threats on people, but I literally never do that. I didn't know Jacobat was rich. He's not rich. Oh, because he has a big nose. Coach Bear, just like feeling good about Rockfin before being banned, but luckily Martin was cool. Yeah, it feels like they're loosening up on the censorship, but at the same time, this last Fuentes thing does trouble. It is a little troubling. Don't know if BB checks anything on this VK, but sent a few interesting videos. I've never even, I don't even know anything about VK. We're just trying to keep as many platforms going so that you always have a way to watch me. BB, RFK's daddy was killed by a Palestinian allegedly and his campaign is for sure run by Jews. They all are. But what kind of Jew, like, you're sounding very anti-Semitic, Toronto Jew Bear. What kind of Jews? Like, I really don't think you guys have a unified agenda. Like, I, I really think you're less organized than you want people to, to believe. Uh, I don't know, like, I have a bunch of Jews that I know, and they don't fucking, they're not in on any of this stuff. Like, nobody cuts them in. Most of them are like retards. Um, Toronto Jubert wishes he was specialer. Yeah, by the way, RFK's daddy was definitely not killed by a Palestinian. 
Like Siran Siran to this day says he has no memory of the event at all. Like he was a total MK Ultra guy. Okay. The kind with access to high HGH. I'm not even listening, but how dare you says Jacobat. All right. Big Bear, I was listening to your veteran roast laughing my ass off and thought, if he reads my letter after this roast, I'm going to lose it. And you did. Best verification ever. This world is mysterious indeed. Fish out of water, Bear. Yeah. And by the way, if you had Niggle right now, you could just type in veteran and, and listen to the whole roast. Guys, Niggle's going to change the game. And I have, a, I have a suspicion that we might be able to launch it tomorrow, potentially. I'm going to push my guys hard. I'm going to push them like they've never been fucking pushed before. Bear Pelagic's like, push him? Like what, half a cliff? Imagine if right now, as you're listening, you're like, huh, I want to hear that roast. Let's time travel with Niggle. How many of you guys in the chat are going to get Niggle? Just write yes if you're going to get Niggle. I want to know what we're looking at here. I honestly think it's the best thing I've ever been a part of in my life, including being a dad, farming, everything, being born. I'm just joking. I don't like to be sarcastic. Uh, yes, three thought bear. Yes, 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 yes. All right, you guys are in a niggle. Pushing bear plegic is too easy, says Anger Bear. Yes, yes, yes. Louisiana Black Bear, you're getting niggle, Louisiana Black Bear? Niggle, please. You guys are all getting niggles? Don't you think five a month for basic niggling is very affordable? Good, all right. And then if you want to really escalate and get clips and all that, we're going to be able to do all of it. Dude, we got to launch. I'm so excited. We've been developing for a while. Uh, yes, that wasn't sarcastic. That was just ironic and funny. Thank you. You just like it because it's close to nigger. Don't deny. Honest, honestly, my favorite part of niggle is it sounds like wiggle. It's a little like nigger, but it also has a valid. Niggle has a valid definition that means exactly what we want it to mean. Think about how great that is. Like niggle means a like a an annoyance, like like to like a niggle in the back of your neck is like you really want something, but that's like annoying you. Unanimous on UA. Dude, I fucking love niggle. Anything involving servers need to cost is realistic. Land development and it's a service. And if trolls are going to use it to try and defile my name, which I know they will, you're going to have to pay for that. Live chat. Yes, 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 yes. Awesome. Awesome. And we're going to keep doing more and more additions. All right. Dear Owen, Cortisol Bear here. This letter is going to be about me because I'm a special boy. First, I think I just assumed the name Cortisol Bear and don't know that I've been verified. Welcome, Cortisol Bear. So may I be verified as Cortisol Bear. Yes. True the niggle against mainstream nonsense. Hard to catch a live stream since the new time. Here's some shekels, nigga. Thank you, Eric Bear. Uh, I was there back in the L.A., White Claw, Banhammer, Fancy Pants, Arborist, Childless, Awakening. But I'm ashamed to say I checked out for a couple years. Anyway, I missed out on getting in at Ursa Rio, and it chaps my ass. It should, because we're having more and more get-togethers up there. We're going to do a solar power. We're running conduit. Oh, how dare you? Okay, go fuck yourself. Oh, land scam? 
Because I'm only a couple hours away, the Ursa Ozarks is probably going to be further than I want to go. By the way, if you want to donate to that, uh, Ursa, no, BertariaCampgrounds.com. Don't be gay. Um, I'll probably donate anyway when I get the shekels, but I was wondering if there is any way I can still get in to Ursa Rio. No. You can potentially come to like events or uh, help us build shit. We'll have our, we can figure that out. Uh, but we have a limit because uh, for zoning reasons. One reason I like writing letters, and we, we weren't as organized for Rio, so, uh, so it's like uh, we're just going to, we're following through on it and we're going to make it happen. But it was uh, the genesis of Rio, the creation of it was very disorganized and very hectic because of uh, COVID and we didn't hit our goals and all that. But uh, for those of you that were involved in it, we're going to make you proud. I was, I was chatting with Scrapwood Bear and hanging with the Bears straight after Owen's stream. Come join us, says Stuntman Bear. Good, good call. But sometimes I miss the stream and I miss hearing my letter. Well, you can niggle it. I wrote one a while back about the CIA and then couldn't find the stream. So I was wondering if you might niggle it for me by using my name and let me know what stream it was in. If my request make me too much of a special boy, I totally understand. Uh, love to you, Chorus Albert. P.S. A few extra Jew notes included to pay for how gay this letter is. Uh, let, me take a, let me just niggle real quick. If I don't have it up, I'm just going to move on. Uh, do I have my niggle up? Hang on one second. Here's niggle. Cortisol. Okay, cortisol. Okay, well, you've been... All right. Mulatto Lotto, Andrew Tate censors my Instagram account. Cortisol. You're going to have to niggle it yourself, dude. We have 107 results. So when niggle becomes available, you get yourself a niggle, and then you fucking figure it out like a big boy. Okay? This guy in Kindin sent me a little letter. Let's see what my little Israel has to say. Read this page first, says Kindin. Old timey voice. Owen of House Bear, it is I, the one who makes announcements by horn and wish to partake in the festivities that is the live stream letters and old timey voice. In all ser seriousness, this is Coddington, and I have an idea for something the Bears and Bear Jasons might enjoy. Many O external hard drive I have has cool pics, audio and video from behind the scenes and tours that we filmed in hopes of turning it into a shareable piece someday. Since you and I often reminisce on various historical goings on, I thought once a month I'd scroll through old stuff, gather the media from a certain story and then write you about it. Feel free to read these stories as is or add commentary as you usually do during letter reading. And I can just splice the letter reading as the narration of the content I have. That's a great idea, Codsworth. Look at you. That's why you, that's why you get paid. Pretty straightforward monthly project I can share with the Bears that don't add much to my workflow since the media already exists on my hard drive. As such, I've included the first of these other pages. I look forward to your reading and commentary. Sincerely, The Bucket. 
from the land of Fuckett, Codsworth. Here we go. Inspiration comes from... in. All right, do I just read this? Inspiration comes from in spirit or vibing with a flow state. When a spark of creativity leads to something artistic and someone picks up that torch by making something from that inspiration, it's a pretty epic game of creation volleyball. Years ago on a stream, we were toying around with old-timey speak and medieval introductions. So when it came time for your 2019 tour, should I say my? So when it came time for my 2019 tour, we thought that would be a great fit for the introductions. Or for your, whatever, I don't know, if you want to do a third or first. Historically, these introductions often included some form of a horned declaration that important information was at hand and required attention. So when I remembered my marching band geek days included trumpet playing, I was definitely packing a trumpet for the tour. When I, what, I didn't know was, what I didn't know was how cool it would be to see the theme evolve and be such a morale boost. The first night in Portland, I didn't know what to expect, and hearing the roar of the crowd was pretty epic. After posting the recording to YouTube, back when we had one, I logged into Instagram and saw the moment inspired an evolution into a cartoon animation. Watching Vox's coverage as we drove to the Idaho show, along with the animation, was awesome and equally inspiring as I knew the outfit needed to escalate accordingly. Another cool thing to witness was how fired up the shows were before and after. You had talked about how the Saranac Lake special was one of the first times the ovation was before and not just after the show how much that meant to you. But these shows were starting to have encores, which make for an interesting comedy situation when you just finish the musical portion on a high note. The bike song, always a fan favorite, seemed like an obvious choice. One thing I also made a mental note of at the time was the stark contrast between your audiences, mentally free from spells, psyops, and shame, that would sing along versus clown world of Rogan pretending skin pigment determines a word's usage. It was like two different dimensions of people, one free and one not free. This is very well written, Coddington. A final point, a topic that I like on its own is fascinating and deserves its own piece on is the drop. The You're Doing Great Kid doc we filmed at the time, Mac had said, he thought it would be a cool visual experience to try and recreate the experience comics have on Comics have on how fast you go from the epic highs of killing on stage, standing ovations, encores, hanging after the show, to the humbling low of quiet hotel rooms, airline flights, and now staring at a goat's ass the next day. I think it's healthy, not just for performers who are frequently grounded, but for people, normie content consumers, watching to know they often see the end, polished product, but other work to get things there are what make that happen. The Bears have often got that since even the premise of why didn't they laugh was to document the entire process of how the sausage is made. But since it's likely this could be watched by Bear Jasons and Normies, it's something they should keep in mind. That's awesome, Godsworth. And guys, I am a little nervous about this performance because this is, uh, I was telling it to Amy today and she was like, you should talk about that on stage. I was like, what am I doing? She's like, what? I'm like, I haven't been on stage in four years. 
I'm going up to record a special in a hayfield in Missouri, doing jokes for the first time ever that night in front of all my biggest supporters. Like, that's crazy. Like, that's no one's ever done anything close to that. Like, okay, my career, my life, my ability to provide for my family, my art, all of it is, is like directly connected to you people. The people that come to these shows, the people that come in these chats that donate to let us get this land and have these festivals. So you guys mean a ton to me, a ton. And my biggest supporters, the ones that have been through everything with me, are going to be in a hayfield, in a tent, watching me do stand-up after I've not done stand-up for four fucking years with jokes I've never done before. That's crazy. That's fucking like the the stakes, the risk. The good news is even if I bomb, like even if nothing works, I feel like you guys would forgive it and still crush with me. Completely understandable to be anxious about that. It's going to be epic. Muscle memory or crush. Yeah, but Night Sky Bear, one thing you don't understand is I have no muscle memory for the things I'm going to be talking about. But this is, it is also very exciting. Like, I'm not going to lie. It's like, Codsworth uh, showed 60 Minutes 7 Days recently, which was me writing 60 minutes of material in seven days and showing the process of working it out in Los Angeles. And uh, that was never done before ever. Like, usually, if a comedian that goes up five nights a week and tours all the time does a new hour in a year, it's like the, the most aggressive pace of writing in the comedy world. You know, Jay Leno has been doing the same hour for 40 years. I did a new hour in one week and I, and I incorporated my listeners and other comedians and I put it all in this documentary and I shot it on my phone and it came out really good. And I incorporated Amy and she was pregnant with Walter at the time. That's how long ago this was. I'm now going to do stand-up comedy in a Hayfield tent without ever doing any of the jokes ever. Like, you can't bomb, you crush daily here, just go with the... Yeah, yeah, I can't bomb, but it's fucking wild, dude. It's wild. I mean, worst case scenario, let's say my material isn't working, which I don't see as possible, but it is possible because although I've been... I now have a flow state that's pretty incredible. You know, like I have a lot of confidence that I can flow no matter what, but I I haven't been doing it in front of people. So this is going to be another documentary. This is one reason why Adam's been flying up here. We're shooting it. And, uh, and to like, think about the freedom of that. Think about like the, the story of the comedian who gets banned for being racist, sexist, homophobe, anti-trans, blah, blah, blah. Not allowed in clubs and theaters as mainstream comedians become so deranged that they're bragging about fucking 12 year olds, prostitutes in foreign countries. Meanwhile, I'm raising a farm. I'm raising a family. I'm developing my own infrastructure. We crowdfund land so that I can perform in a tent. Okay, like. But and we will do it. BB bombing is also funny. I'm still laughing. My terrible letter, which just bombed even with a heckler, Louisiana black bear, Louisiana black bear. You, you don't have to take black people seriously. When, when, like when they, when they criticize you, just go, you're lucky. You're not hanging from a fucking street lamp. 
Just say that next time Louisiana Black Bear wants to heckle you, just go, listen, motherfucker, you're lucky you're not hanging from a street post. And then they go, yeah, yeah, true dad, true dad. So you don't have to take them seriously. They're they're literal. They're they're all crunking. They're on tussing. They're on that flow. What, what's it called? The uh, the lean. The what's it called? The robot tussing. Tussing. Ro, the robo. They're bobo. The bobo. They call it. That's what they call robot tussing. They call it the bobo. And you're like, what's the bobo? Like a clown? They're like, nah, nigga. I've been drinking that bobo. That's what they call robot tussing. I'm dead serious. They also call it the lean or something. Because they, they fucking, you give them access to stores, the lean. Yeah, they call it the lean because they're always leaning on that tussin. White people are trying to use Robitussin because their fucking kid has a cough. Meanwhile, these fucking jungle bunnies are out here leaning, bobo. BB going next level as usual. Thanks, Brassi. Yeah, that's how I knew it. Lean, says Simone Poppy. Yeah. Because they drink the, the Tussin, Samoan Poppy. I consider him black. Oh, he's Samoan. To me, black. All black. I consider Sicilians black. Uh, so they drink and then they lean. They get that lean on that bobo. And they wonder why we put them in jail. Because we don't, that slur, yeah, slur, scissor. God drunk that shit. Like they can't even have access to cough medicine. That's how low-functioning, fucking low-impulse control these people are. And if that is something that is going to get me booted on Rumble, I mean, it's just, it's just, all Rumble has is the ability for dudes to talk in a funny way. Yeah, can you imagine if I did this on stage and everybody's looking at me like, what the fuck? I don't know, that's possible. Like, I just start going on and on about how fucking niggers like Bobo and Leenin and how they... They have a hard time with access to children's cough medicine. And like, is that relatable? I don't know. I think so, though. I think so. I mean, I've done it, so whatever, says Simone Poppy. I know you have. I know you have. And you want to know what we harnessed you for? That's why we sent you to college. Your ability to commit violence. Hut, hut, hoik! Bang! Violence! Hit a man, Simone Poppy! We know what you people are good for. We take Samoan Pop. You want to know what he's good for? You give him that bobo and you get him to commit violent acts against complete strangers just because some white man goes, hut, hut, hike. That's it. That's all they need to hear. Complete stranger right here. Samoan Pop, he's in his three-point stance, right? This is what we use them for. All he has to hear is hut, hut, hike. He commits a felony. Pulls. Kicks out against the defensive end. Felony assault. Running down the field. Defensive, you know, we got a cornerback coming in. Kool-Aid McKinstry's coming up on him. Felony, felony. Aggravated assault. Felony, felony. <sighs> Plays over. The white man in the black and white Illuminati outfit says, now go back to the huddle. They run back. The white man pats him on the head. Gives him some bobo. Gets a lean going. Right? And then they go, okay, we're going to run. Uh, 148 sweep on three, 148 sweep on three. What that means is on the count of three, you're going to commit two more felonies. So we get Simone Poppy in his three point stance, hut, hut, hike, bang, fucking drives his, drives his forearm right into some random fucking guy's neck. Boom. Gets him on the ground, pulls, kicks out, bang, another felony, another fucking niggers coming at him. Boom. Right. Stiff arm. Bang. Right. 
Play's over. Back to the huddle. Hut, hut, hike. Felony, felony, assault, assault, aggravated assault. Boom. Right? And then when it's all over, what do we feed them? We feed them white women with bad dads and Robitussin. And then we say, you're going to college. This college is really known for the moon landing. And they go, yeah, yeah, we went to the moon. Texas Agriculture Tech. Yeah, yeah. They didn't learn how to farm. No, they learned how to farm men. Human farming. Holy shit, I'm getting hyped up, says Simone Bobby. Yeah, dude, it's like, so three-point stance. So you just have some fucking random cracker-ass nigga, right? Some white dudes. He goes, all right, 148 sweep on three. He goes, okay, break. And now they're ready to commit violent felonies. They get down a three-point stance. They look over. There's someone that has done nothing to them. Nothing, not at all. They're not even getting paid. He was Division I, Texas A&M, or Texas Tech, whatever the fuck it was, right? They're not even getting paid. They're getting paid with a little scroll that says, you're a smart boy. Now you get to go work at Verizon, right? So he gets down a three-point stance. Hut, hut, hike, bang, just boom, right? The fucking guy is on his back. So one pop is like, yeah, no. Now he's going up to the second, second tier. He's getting a fucking linebacker. Because Samoa Poppy, bang, hits the fucking outside. He hits the, the, the tackle. The tackle's down. Fucking block. He's, he's ta- so he's offensive tackle, right? Offensive tackle, three-point stance. You got the guard trying to get the quarterback. Doesn't see Samoa Poppy. Boom, right under his shoulder pass. Bam, right on his fucking back. So what's he going? Now that guy's down. It's going to the fucking quarterback. Or the linebacker. Linebacker's, he, he's, he's queuing in on the fullback. Where's the fullback going? Going this way. Not so fast. Simone Poppy. Aggravated assault. Felony. Bang. And that now, now Simone Poppy's body hurts. Oh, my body. So where they go? They go, yo, nigga, we got Bobo lean. He's like, oh, drinking that Bobo. And then they go, listen, we're going to count to three again. You're going to commit five more felonies. Complete strangers for no reason. Am I even getting paid, nigga? No. In four years, we'll get you a piece of paper. You can make 41 grand a year at Verizon. Ready? Break. Three-point stance. Felony. Felony. Bang. Oh, nigga, my body hurts. What you got for me? We got a bag of ice, a white woman with a bad dad, and Robitussin. <laughs> I bet he fucks and fools up on the field. Yeah, dude. I fuck fools up on the field. And I was in high school. I used to play defensive end and uh, uh, tight end. Dude, it's like, okay, three-point stance, boom. There's a fucking, there's a defensive. Dude, I used to get better hits as an offensive lineman. Like, everybody thinks it's the defensive that get the best hits. No. When, when there is a defenseman trying to tackle someone who does not see you, and you can get him right in the side, that's real violence. Dude, blocking is, like, open field blocking is by far the best hits. Like, Defensive end, when you tackle a running back or a quarterback, like they know they're going to be tackled. They're like prepared for it. You'll like tackle them. Okay. If you're like a pulling guard, like let's say, okay, so it's center, two guards, two uh, tackles, tight end, right? If you're running this way and you're a guard and you pull and run this way, let's say you're a defensive end that's, that's cued in on the ball. And they don't see a 350-pound Samoan running a fucking 4840. And they're like, they're they're open here. <laughs> Cause I mean, I used to do this shit. And I was like, you know, back in high school, I was like 6'6, 220 pounds, 10. But you get to like 
hurt them so bad. Like you get to hit them so violently. Like I used to love doing a kickoff return because little high school kids, you know, you never think like everybody thinks that the big hits are always the ball. Like the guy with the ball, he gets hit. No, like these, these kickoff guys, they kick the ball and they go down and they just be, <laughs> and I used to love this shit. They'd just be looking at the guy with the ball and here comes me, this big white nigger, dude. I'm like a nig. And I'd just be like, bang! It's totally legal. You can't uh, clip him. You can't hit him in the back. But if you hit him in the front, like you get them in the air, like their feet are in the air. Like they're, they're flying in the air because they don't even see you. Like the, run, the running backs, the, the, they, they know you're coming. Like they don't, they prepare for it. Uh, defensemen, they're, so, oh yeah, the kickoff return was, dude, it's awesome. Dude, I'm getting pumped up too. It started with just a racial tirade against Simone Poppy, but now I'm getting, cause I kept thinking about it. It's like, cause you see all these like pro, uh, pro guys, they get in trouble. Like one of my buddies was training this, uh, this NFL guy and he like held a fucking shotgun to a stripper and had to go to jail and then went back to the NFL and we're talking about it. We're like, what do people expect? It's like their whole life is violence. You know, like everything, every play on the field is violence. It's like violence, 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 violence. And then they're like, okay, no more violence. And they're like, this is all I'm good at. Kickoffs are hands down. We save play in all football. NFL safety almost lobbied to remove it. Because you're running like, okay, so you know the 100-yard like the second 50 yards of the 100 yard, you run way faster than the first 50 yards because that first initial explosion, it, you're not going as fast. Open field hits are so violent because everyone's running full speed. And so many people are not looking at the blockers. They're looking at the ball. I expected a little class from the barbarians. Yeah. Australian football rules is filled with big hits too and no pads. Dude, it's like such big hits. And the biggest hits are not the guy in the ball. It's so funny. I just got real fired up. Dude, because like blocking down would always be the best way to get someone off their feet. Like let's say you have a, a tackle. So it goes two guards, two tackles, uh, out, defensive ends. The tackles are lined up on the line. And let's say they're shooting this way, like they're trying to get the quarterback. And you're lined up to his side. You can push him over. Like, you can get him off his feet and on the ground, and you can stand over him. And then, you know, our coach was always really big on once you've knocked someone over, you go to the second level, like then try and do an open field stock block is what they called it. I don't know if that's what they called it uh, where you were, but it's like you're just trying to, like, stop the secondary from – you can usually not get a big hit on a secondary. They're usually a little more aware. But that was so fun, man. That was such a fun time in my life. Football. It was just so much fucking violence. Okay. Um, and Simone Poppy's such a nice guy, too. He's, like, so, like, sweet. A lot of times, like, the most violent dudes can be really nice, right? But it's, like, some of them, though, they just don't know how to turn it off. Okay. Kickoff should be banned. I played on both sides. You're such a pussy. Bull Rush Bear is such a fucking insane rock fan 
Dear Big Bear, today is my 10-year wedding anniversary with the woman who five years ago actually saved my life after a serious farm accident. We have spent the past year working on developing our homestead and got the green light from our builder for our addition last week. I'd be verified as Future Farmer Bear. Welcome, Future Farmer Bear. I'd like to know that story. That story sounds awesome. Cliff Cosmic, what do you mean, you people? Niggers. You ever see that, that cartoon me and Mountain Bear did? Uh, I'll, find, I'll try and find it on Ladle TV. What do you mean, you people? What do you, what do you mean? What do I mean? What do you mean, you people? Uh, I don't know, niggers? Hang on, what do we got here? Category. Let's go video. We need some more mountain bear videos. I talked to him recently. He's doing really well. His family's expanding. He's crushing. Um, what do you mean, you people? Well, what do you mean what do I mean? But what do you mean? Because they're, they're expecting shame. And if you don't react with shame, they don't really know what to do. I can't find it. Codsworth, can you give me what do you mean, what do you, you people? Um, sort by date, name. Codsworth. Oh, here we go. I, I found it. One second. Oh, and then I got anti-Semitic Rosa Parks. Somebody wrote, wrote in about that recently. Okay, here's the great mountain bear. You, you people put us in chains. The only chains you've been put in is that gold around your neck, you bitch. Oh, no, you didn't. Oh, no, you didn't. Yeah, I did. I did say that. You're wearing a fucking chain around your neck. You paid for it with Jew money. <laughs> oh, you didn't. Oh, no. Oh, you people are kind of aggressive. What do you mean, you people? What do you mean? What do you mean? What do I mean? What do you mean, you people? Uh, you people. Oh, say what? What do you mean by you people? I don't know. Like, what do you want to call it? You people. Niggers? Say what? Oh, what do you mean by you niggers? Nigger, I mean, isn't that as far as we can take this thing? <laughs> no, 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 no. But what did you mean by you niggers? Um, you want me to be more specific? You dirty black niggers? Oh, say what? What do you mean, you dirty black niggers? Nigger, 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 nigger. Okay, so here's anti-Semitic Rosa Parks. <laughs> Just that title alone is so fucking funny. Anti-Semitic Rosa Parks. There we go. Let's run, let's go. Okay, let's go. What did you tell, tell the, well, the German people and the Stalins and everything? Okay, well, yeah, right now. What did you tell them? I'm worried about you and everybody else. Oh, she's in that case. Well, let's but you we don't tell the truth about the Jews. There it is. And the two banks. Finally. And the two wars. Go, girl. You, you're she's crushing just, right now. Yeah, I only wish I could tell the truth about the juke banks That's and the right. wars. Grab our wars. I am a white poverty stricken girl. You're crushing. From uh, Poland and everything. Based. You, you Jews need to be a checkup. That's Poland. right. They need to be checked up. Jews. <laughs> Jews. I'm so sorry, guys. 
Choose. Oh well, I'm not representing myself well. You're crushing your new broadcast. Shut up, Sodomite! Shut up, Sodomite! Let her crush. She's naming them. Oh my god, that's so fucking funny. Okay, let's go. What did you tell what did you tell the well the German people and the Stalins and everything? Okay, well, yeah, right now, what did you tell them? I'm worried about you and everybody else. Oh, he's in that case. Well, let's but we don't tell the truth about the Jews. There it is. And the two banks. Finally. And the two wars. Go, girl. You, you're <laughs> crushing right now. <laughs> yeah, no, we were going to tell the truth about the Jew banks That's the right. wars. Grab our wars. I don't think <laughs> poverty stripping. They're coming. Girl, you're, you're yeah. crushing. From uh, Poland and everything. Based. You, you Jews need to be a checkup. That's oh, right. They need oh, to be checked up. <laughs> Jews. That's so sorry, guys. Jews. <laughs> oh, well, I'm not representing myself well. You're crushing your new broadcast. Shut up, Sodomite. Shut up, Sodomite. Let her crush. She's naming them. <laughs> oh, so funny. Hi, Owen. Blee Bear here. Love what you do and been a longtime supporter of Unauthorized.tv and your comedy. I'm not active in the community for my own reasons, but very happy to continue feeding the bear, supporting the magazines, comics, and Ozark Campground Donor. Thank you for that. Every time I hear about a, a campground donor, I'll ring the bell. First UA Super Chat, how dare you? Thanks, Jumping Bear. I have relatively stable job as a traffic engineer in design, but have lost interest and motivation to continue in the field following the revelation of all the nonsense in my company. The industry at large and the world and people as a whole after the COVID craziness. They know not what they do. They're just traumatized retards. Just keep crushing. Just keep, just keep on crushing. It's driven me to reassess my skills, how they might be useful in the future, with the goal of simplifying my life and grounding myself in reality by doing something more hands-on and practical. The garden thing didn't work out for me, not saying that engineering is not grounded in reality, but traffic engineering specifically is quite gravelly, as it has a lot to do with city urban planning, 15-minute cities. Simulations, garbage in, garbage out, and increasingly enough ways to control behavior. Signs, reflectors, speeds, lighting. Even though these things might start off with good intentions, like all things, it can easily become an avenue for the revolutionaries to plan their utopias and simulate how their dreams could become true. I know, they're so gay. Um, I would say it's more of a soft engineering than hard civil engineering, like designing skyscrapers or dams. Yeah, you're a social engineer. I love it. I've made the recent decision to change careers and will be going to trade school to become an electrician. Nice. There's more, there's more actual need for that. I'm fortunate that my company still wants to keep me on as staff on paper and accommodated my request for reduced hours, which will allow me to work while attending school full time. You sound like you're crushing it. I was listening to a Hanging with the Bears and it mentioned that the community is lacking representatives of the slant-eyed variety following the Jort Wars of 2023. Yeah, a lot, of the, a lot of the gooks fled because of the whole um, eating dog thing. They really were upset about that. But fortunately, I don't care. 
So I'd like to offer my services to fill the role if acceptable. Since my original bear name was never officially verified and is quite boring, I'd like to be verified as something the community can laugh at and enjoy. No periphery bear. Do you know why? Because eight, with their eyes, they don't see peripheral very well. Or angel, angle eye bear, more gong bear. Uh, Chi is 33 bear. Thanks for keep crushing, Big Bear. Don't read if not suitable for the community. Always th- No, it's fine. Fuck Chinky Bear. I always thought Chinky Bear as a name was more self-racating than bringing any positivity or joy. Yes. That's what always... Okay, you guys know, just for the record, Jim Bob was the one who said his wife eats dogs and her family owns slaves. Gee, I wonder if we can niggle that in the future. Does anybody remember those uh, Instagram streams? If only someone had saved all of them. Okay? He would go, oh, Jim Bob. That's his voice. It's always the most self-hating that are the most crazy. He would go, he would do, he would do an impression of his wife's mom that was like, oh, Jim Bob. And he said, quote unquote, they own slaves in Singapore and they eat dogs. Okay? I have it all. We can niggle it all day long. Okay? I don't, I don't really care because I'm not a tit-for-tat guy. I literally don't, uh, don't care. But just to let you know, just for the future to really watch out for it, Chinky Bear, her name was fucking Chinky Bear. And she got uh, offended that we were making fun of Jim Bob's wife on topics that Jim Bob used to do. Okay? Jim Bob made fun of my dead dog the day I accidentally ran over her with my car. If you want to be an edgelord, great. I laughed about it. But like, okay, your wife is a porn-addicted fucking Asian bitch whose parents own slaves and they eat dogs. Ah, how dare you? Oh, Jesus. Okay. Maybe if you want to do the Christian grift, you don't have your gook wife bring her baby to an abortion rally, hashtag nasty baby, and publish it on the internet. Oh, well, I have have an image of you holding rollerblades. I have an image of you and your buddies wake half naked beating each other up. No shit. I put that on the internet. It's in a fucking documentary called The Comedy of Death. Okay? Jesus. These people are so fucking self-destructive. I, I used to think Jim Bob was, like, smart. It's, they're so dumb. I, I just don't understand it. It's like, you're the one who did those jokes. Why do you think I think your wife's family has slaves? Because you told me that. Oh, but Jesus, Trinity, Father. It's like, dude, you're a scam artist. Like, you're a fucking scumbag. Okay. I always thought Chinky Bear as a name was more self-racing. Yeah, they're the ones that get the most quote-unquote offended. It's crazy. Then bring any positivity or joy. Like, Gook Bear, Kike Bear, or Nigger Bear. Don't think we have any of those. We have White Nigger Bear. It's kind of funny. Didn't really feel like it holds the spirit of good, beautiful, or true. I could be wrong, but it could be something to watch out for in the future. Definitely. Ugly is always a red flag. Whenever somebody goes ugly. Like if somebody was like, 
severed cock, sweaty nigger bear. You're like, oh, so you like ugly. Like, look at these. Taylor bear, Samoan poppy, KO bear, night sky bear, three thought bear, telecaster bear, bear for all seasons, bowler bear, uh, bull rush bear, coach bear, Carlos Oso, um, Josh, Beardo bear. You see how like they're not ugly. It's not like an ugly thing. You know, the silver ladle gift was even his idea. BB asking another bear to make one and he poached the idea. He sent me a silver ladle like as an offering for me to like help him out. And then he wants to say I'm like a scammer or a scummer. He's the one who did that. Not me. I didn't ask him for money or like a silver fucking ladle. It's cr- dude, it's really really sick when you look at it. Oh, and for the record, I'm fine with Forkfaced. Cuz Forkfaced promoted Jim Bob's uh clip channel. He started a clip channel called Jortopia. You always know you're losing at life when you're defining yourself by what your enemy calls you. Okay, just a little FYI. Forkface wrote to me and he's like, I mean no disrespect. And I'm like, dude, it's fine. As long as you don't attack me, I don't give a fuck who you like. I think it's crazier to like Donald Trump. I'm dead serious. Like Donald Trump did fucking Operation Warp Speed. And think about how many people in the chat that like Donald Trump that I'm fine with. You can like Jim Bob, listen to Jim Bob, promote Jim Bob, buy his shitty cartoons. I, I don't care. If you then start attacking me or my community, I will mock you into dust. Okay? Forkface is a talented dude. He's always been a nice dude. He's got that like Omega vibe of just like, he wants to do the right thing, but he's like, you, you know what I'm saying? And he reached out to me and was like, listen, I talked to Jim Bob in the beginning of my career. He gave me great advice. I'm just trying to repay the favor. Blah, blah. I go, dude, you don't have to say shit to me. And if anybody's attacking you, it's just because Jim Bob said a lot of really, really nasty, evil shit about bears. He even did it during the debate. Okay. And so a lot of people have a strong bear identity and they hate that. So they hate Jim Bob because Jim Bob, it's not about being in a cult. It's because Jim Bob said like that everybody who's a bear is like a blind, brainwashed, scum, idiot. Like, so they don't like Jim Bob. So if you promote Jim Bob, they're going to be mad at you because they fucking hate that guy. I don't personally care because I don't, I just, I don't know why I just don't care. I'm not okay with Jim Bob. I would rather set myself up. Right, right. But like, let's say a fork faced fork face is funny. He's been nothing but cool to me. If he wants to support Jim Bob, I don't care. If, if now, if Forkface starts promoting Jim Bob's cartoons of me as a fat cartoon, you know, making accusations about me, he starts like uh, promoting narratives about me, then I'll ground him, I'll, I'll grind him rhetorically into dust. But he's not. He just likes Jim Bob. Don't care. Not actually a cult leader. Okay? Like people get this idea, like they'll start telling themselves something and then they actually believe it's true. I'm like... I don't care who you like, but if you attack me or my community, I will grind, I will fucking mock you into a, into a dark place. Like if you look at where these people are at now, they're not doing well. All right. You don't want to be in that position. That's not a threat. It's just reality. 
Like, if you're going to start running your mouth... Now, Barricade Garage is doing fine because he was more lighthearted about it. Like, I can be in, like, funny uh, back and forths or Gavin or somebody. But if you want to go, like, hardcore, you're going to end up getting pretty dusted. I follow lots of people. BB is just easily the best. I never understood how Rimjob made the cut for anyone. It's because he used to be good. I even said that to Forkface. I go, bro, just between me and you and everybody listening now, because I don't care. Um, I'm like, because uh, Forkface was like, yeah, I used to listen to Rimjob a lot uh, when he was doing his car streams and he was really helpful to me. And I'm like, dude, fine. I have no problem with that. But just FYI, he's changed a lot. It's changed. He's changed a lot. Like he's, uh, he's not funny anymore. Like he's not that guy in the doing the car streams. Like it's not even close to the same. Okay. What else will you have to clip? It's mostly own hate. Um, yeah, but I mean, I, I, again, boy, I, I really don't care. Like if, if, for, if fork faced wants to start shit, I have no problem, you know, with shit, but he, he didn't. Yeah, not really rocking with anyone that still promotes room job. Yeah, I probably won't be promoting Forkface as much because it's just like, I mean, okay, Jim Bob privately recorded our conversation and put it on the inter, on the internet and accused me of blackmailing him. That's illegal. Jim Bob said he was going to sue me. Jim Bob has done said horrible things about my family and me and all this. All in the name of victim consciousness, because I attacked his gook wife. All right? Don't care. <laughs> Word from Colorado, is life not going well for Jim Bob? No, he lives in a little tiny apartment with three kids and a wife who rules him. He's no longer funny. He's a Bible-thumping, fucking Christian, annoying, self-righteous piece of shit that no one finds funny. He spends all day mocking me. When anything bad happens in his life, he blames it on the bears or me. Like he, whenever he gets like suspended on YouTube, YouTube is never like, I'm not even allowed to have a clipped channel on YouTube. He, he blames us. He says it's, it's me and the bears and no one cares. No one watches him. And I paid him. I supported his art. Like I was nothing but a nice guy to him. I did that Trinity debate with him in a, with like good intentions. And he's had a complete meltdown. And his life is not going fucking well. Okay? Like, I'll have women, women, write to me with, like, little kicks, clips from Jim Bob. And they're like, he's the most pathetic guy I've ever seen in my life. And that's coming from women. Women typically have soft hearts. Like, women typically don't say shit like that. Like, men are very tribal and nationalistic. So it's like, if you identify as a bear and you see the shit rim job saying, I understand if people are like, this guy fucking sucks. Women are like, he's the most pathetic guy I've ever seen. He's still talking non, he only talks about you and Jesus. And it's just nuts. Grounded extracts too, can't get over it. And I had no issue with grounded extracts at all, except for you can't write an article about Kratom in our magazine. These people are fucking crazy, dude. There really is like an element of insanity that will pop up. And they'll latch onto someone like me and they will try and create a beef or a riff because it's the only way they can get clicks. And it's like, then they threaten and they, 
they they like try to create this like because they just want attention. They're like these fucking crazy people. I've got three books to get rid of. Don't want them in my house. Yeah, and then when we did a deep dive on Jim Bob's past, he's at least pedophile friendly. He was doing pizza and demonic jewelry tagging pedophiles with hashtags of pedophiles. Okay, he did that for years. He then claimed it was because he likes Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and had a pizza party on his stream. He's fucking disturbing. And I didn't know about any of that. I was just so fucking naive and I just was like, let people into my life and I'm trying to get better at that. That's why I'm trying to get Coddington out. Kratom is illegal in every country it grows in, allegedly. Uh, Yeah, it's completely understandable that we said that you're not allowed to fucking put Kratom in um, our magazine. And he like has been bashing me ever since because he doesn't have a business otherwise. He doesn't have a business. Like, what's his business? His business requires like conflict and beef and but it's like I used to give him all this free advertising. Like I grounded extracts never gave me money. I mean, he gave me some super chats. He gave me some of his herbal shit. Um, I liked it. I thought it like helped me a little bit. I was like, oh, this is cool. You can get it anywhere. Like you, that's not a special product. He was virtue signal. Yeah, Jim Bob was one hundred percent virtue signaling to pedophiles. One hundred percent. Now, whether or not he's assaulted a kid, I'm not going to make that claim. But 100%, he was trying to be in with pedophiles. He was doing uh, drawings of little naked kids shooting pizza uh, arrows like Cupid. A little girl crying and tied up for Elsagate. He was posting that shit. Highly sexualized, very childlike images. Really, really dark, sick stuff. And so it makes a lot of sense that he wants to get in with the ortho bros and have that cover and hide behind Jesus and hide behind God and do all your sick, nasty little things. He assaulted his own kid by proxy with hashtag sexy baby. Yeah, I mean, his wife brought his own child to a pro baby killing rally with a hashtag nasty baby. And I simply showed that to people after telling him I wouldn't. I was telling people not to bring his family into it. He called me a liar and said these images didn't exist. So I had to show people that not only do they exist, it's way worse than I was even alluding to. Kyneton said, imagine having a giant boat we're all sailing on and someone wants to start a fire to cook. You explain to them, hey man, you could sink the boat for everyone. Then they're like, you want me to, to starve? No, we can't have a fire on a boat. Having this shit in the magazine or app is illegal. Exactly. Like, I am a highly analyzed man. People would love to get me kicked out of my the app store or the partners we use for the app or distribution for the magazine. They would love that. I'm not going to risk it with this shit. You know? I'm not going to risk it with your, like, drug paraphernalia or your fucking creepy-ass... Pictures like wood, wood shop the wise with his like five-year-old girl shirtless. I'm not risking that shit. And if you don't know, yeah, chicken hits puberty 100% sound like pedal music. Yeah, it was. Jim Bob 100% was attempting to appeal to pedophiles. 100%. And that's a fact. Yeah, I'm very tribal being Bertarian. I don't like folks that go against the bears and most definitely the Bard King. I'm loyal to a fault. That's awesome, Simone Poppy, and I do appreciate that. 
And I understand if you don't like Forkface because of his support of Jim Bob. I'm just letting you know that I don't operate like that because I just don't. I can't purity spiral like that because then everything would fall apart. Like it's like I think Donald Trump's warp speed and the Q stuff is really fucking destructive, but I'm not going to cut off my relationships and friendships with everybody that likes Donald Trump. Like I can't function like that. That's why I've developed these like ethics and lines and how I operate so that I don't end up in these fogs. And it's like, do you attack me or are you promoting something immoral? Forkface is not promoting something immoral. In my opinion, he's, a, he's promoting a very immoral man. Just like RFK, Donald Trump, Joe Biden. Like, that's why I've stepped away from politics completely because they're all immoral men. Donald Trump talks about how he wants to fuck his daughter. Joe Biden's clearly a fucking pedophile, in my opinion. RFK Jr. is an Israeli shill, sex addict, freak who lies all the time. So what difference is it if somebody... Like, I love Paul from Pockets of the Future. He's all about RFK now. Am I going to stop supporting him or listening to him? No. Because I've made my lines in the sand. My lines in the sand are, are you promoting an immoral behavior intentionally? Then we have a problem. Are you attacking me or my community directly? Because then we have a problem. But if you're promoting a person that I deem immoral, we don't have a problem because fucking everybody does that. And I, would, I wouldn't know. And I've done that. And there is no perfect man. That's one of the uh, issues with Christianity is Jesus was without flaw. So it's hard to live like Jesus when we're flawed. I mean, it's, it's all about attempting to live like Jesus, but like every single person in the world has flaws and immoral actions or behaviors, whether they're aware of it or not. So if somebody is promoting an immoral man, I'm not going to cut off ties with them. Uh, and that's my, that's my ethic. If somebody promotes immorality, then I, I like intentionally, now, it's one thing if they don't realize what they're doing or if they're like going, they're growing or they're whatever. But if they're like they know and they're pushing the poison, then me and you are not cool. Uh, intentional inversion equals wickedness per vox. Yeah, it's when you like know, like you can. I don't know. It's really hard to assign. Th these are the things that I struggle with because I have struggles, obviously, like how to function. I make mistakes all the time. This is why I have to think these things through. I try not to assign intention. I used to do that way too much. Like I'd be like, this person's doing this because blah, blah, blah. Or this person stole this. Or this person, the reason they're doing this is blah, blah, blah. I really, really try to not do that. I try to uh, just look at what they're doing. Because in the end of the day, only God really knows intention. Now, you can get beyond a reasonable doubt where... Like, let's say somebody's making pedophile jewelry, hashtagging and tagging known pedophiles and sexualizing children in art with those symbols in it. Like that's in law called beyond a reasonable doubt. Uh, but like if somebody isn't aware, because there's so many spells and so many people, myself included, are not aware of what they're doing. They know not what they do, right? And we're all in different stages of trying to shed sin and shed deception and we're all on a path and and none of us are pure and none of us are without sin or without flaw 
So that's how my ethic works. My ethic is, is someone intentionally subverting, like beyond a reasonable doubt? Is somebody intentionally lying for money beyond a reasonable doubt? The JB expose stream was seriously disturbing. Yeah, and there's a good chance that Forkface never saw that, you know? Lewski, I sent you a song called Walking the Dog to Your Wide and They Laugh by a local hero from the North Blighty to the tune of Walking the Dog. Why didn't they laugh? Email hasn't worked in months. I can't even check it. It ran out of uh, space and I'm just done with it. Rimjob has deleted all his videos on YouTube. No content. Uh, I, gar- I, pro- I guarantee, I don't promise, I, I will be su- surprised if his narrative is not that he did it because he's being attacked. Jim Bob is the predator. He is the infinite victim. Everything he does has to now be defined by the victim because every predator has to be a victim. It's the only way you justify your monstrous behavior. So if his entire business plan with him and his slopey ass wife is to attack me, attack the bears, try and create controversy, self-righteousness, only he knows God, blah, blah, blah. He has to be the victim. So if he deleted his content, I guarantee his narrative will be it's because he's being attacked by me. When there is, I swear to God, I have never flagged any of his content. Swear to God. You can trust me or not, but I swear to God, I never have. Not once, not one single time. I've never sent an email. I've never, unlike him, who dug up our partner with who we work with for the app and all that. And you know, he's trying to get us kicked out of the app store and all that stuff. I've never done that to him. I've never mass flagged him. I've never uh, sought out, you know, these like institutional ways of destroying someone's income. And I know he has done that to me. You know, him trying to uh, say I blackmail him, him saying he's going to sue me, all these things. So he will lie and he will continue the charade that he's the perpetual victim. You know what's going to happen as this happens? His wife will get more and more control and lose more and more respect for him. He will lose control and power in his life. He will become more filled with self-hatred and he will become addicted to something uh, in order to deal with the repercussions from his horrendous behavior. He will become more and more self-righteous in his religion and dogma. And he will, be, he will continue to isolate himself. He will be less enjoyable to listen to. People will want to support him less. He will self-sabotage to a degree Or in a few years, I would not be surprised if he is fucking homeless. I've seen it over and over again. There's no way out of that. If you are going to create this false narrative that you're actually the victim as you're attacking everybody, your life goes to shit. You're being used. He swore that his mission was to take you and the bears down. He hasn't let up. Yeah, and how's that working for him? We we created niggle. All right. He's like a tiny deaf weasel because he doesn't listen just like we just weasels. Yeah. No, he created a jihad. His mission is to take down me and the bears. And the entire time what he's doing is he's he has many accounts on YouTube. Anytime a video of mine goes up, he just writes all this horrible shit. He trolls me whenever I do any YouTube thing. He tries and digs and tries to get me kicked out of app stores and kicks off the internet and tries to get me so I can't make a living. The whole time, like he would love it if I died. He would love it if something horrible happened to my family. He would feel that that was justified because I attack his God. 
I attack his wife. He's a victim. It's, it's obvious behavior. And I, this is not my first rodeo, guys. It's not my first rodeo. Okay, that victim narrative destroys him, not me. Now, he can be annoying. He can niggle me. He can niggle, niggle, niggle. But fortunately, the way the system operates is there are contracts and rules and terms and conditions. And you can stress test them and you can try and create narratives and all that stuff. But all it does is get rid of the weak links. All it does is make us more self-reliant. All it does is reinforce our own mission statements. Rimjab won't be on YouTube very long. It's his own fault. He deleted his own content. When you're dealing with a liar like him, I would not be surprised if he didn't even get suspended. You don't know because he doesn't. He only lies. <laughs> his constant trolling comments on Chrissy Morrow's show was so pathetic. Guys, he lives in a little apartment with three kids and an over-demanding wife. And I'm not mocking poor people because I get it. I lived in a barn for two years. I get, oh, you're just a thief. $400 scamp. No, no. I provide tremendous value to my audience. Okay. Imagine taking his small amount of income that he has, small, tiny, and spending it on trolling me. Imagine being his wife and watching that and being like, well, knowing her, she's probably like, yeah, go get him, Jim Bob. Go get him, Rim Job. But that's horribly self-destructive. Where you have like a, not a lot of income, like you're living in an apartment with three children. Okay, an apartment. Not trying to be a dick. Like, I understand everybody's on a different... Sp- oh, you sound like such a self right No, no, no. If you're in an apartment, fine. But if you have money, invest it, reinvest it into your business, save it. If you have money, why would you use it to troll someone on YouTube? Like, just for negativity. That's crazy. Like, sometimes I want to just, like... Give him advice and yell at him. Like, what are you doing? You have children. Like, you've broken your own audience. Like, let's see how many subscribers Jortopia has. Like, let's look it up. Let's look it up. Let's see how many Jortopia. Is this Jortopia Jortopia channel? Is this it? I don't even know how to find this fucking thing. Jortopia Clips... I don't see it. Codsworth, can you tell me how many subscribers he has? Um, I bet it's very, very small. I think he was 13,000 before this. Nobody started a new channel. So that'll kind of sh- cue you in on how many people are actually supporting him. Coddington, he probably has already deleted it. Whatever the one that, uh, that uh, Forkface was promoting... Um, uh, he provides a great example of what not to do. Yeah. And it's like, and he's always trying to get everything I do destroyed. But that's okay. The 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 coyote prowling the fence line, I think it's Jortlandia. Okay. Jort, he's defined by my nickname of him. Jortlandia. Clips. Here we go. 442 subscribers. Okay. So me and Forkface may have a problem here coming up because his only clip is songs from the Lard King. The Lard King serenades his audience via live stream. 
Features an original animation and improv from Made by Jim Bob. This clip from Made by Jim Bob, 717 live stream. Songs from the Lard King. Okay, so including all of his sock accounts and including him pressuring everybody, he has less than 500 subscribers. He can't even monetize his channel. Songs from the Lard King has 584 total views, and that's including my entire Reddit page. Okay, so that's, that's ridiculous. <laughs> that's so fucking bad. So imagine if 5%, okay, okay, his whole audience is just people who hate me now. And I'm, I'm only doing this so that you guys see what not to do. It's not about spite. I literally don't care. I swear to God, I feel bad for his kids. If his entire audience, okay, I think his entire audience is just people who hate me. Let's, uh, you know, let's uh, take a look at this. I've never seen a single fucking thing he's done about me, and I'm not about to start. So guess who's back? Back again, made by Jim Bob, special time. Okay. So Epic Stream today, oh, the, that Owen impression of yours has gotten way too good, laughing my fucking ass off. Jim Bob impersonating BB impersonating Vince was my favorite part. This is the Jim Bob I signed up for in 2019. He's, this is just people who hate me. You should sell jort shavings to come. Okay, so he has how many uh, comments? This is all him. This is him making sock accounts or people who just hate me. So, one, so he has 41 comments and 442 total subscribers. Do you see? Do you see how that might not be real? I'm here for the lard. Can't wait for the Christ rage. Going to be great. So there's zero negative comments. Okay, his gravy is just lumpy water. Blowin's red booze Adderall face. No, it's because I work in the sun, retard. Oh, you have other people do all your farming. Why is your face red? Because I'm farming. <laughs> Okay, onward, that's my word. So they, they adopt my own things and then just, Albert, all of your impersonations are starting to run together. Is that Albert's voice in your head? Oh, that's the only negative one. And then Jim Bob says, what's your bear name? So he can't even handle this level of criticism. All of your impersonations are starting to run together now. Is that Albert's voice in your head raping you as a kid? What's your bear name? Like, Jesus. So imagine if 10% supported him. That's 43 people. Forkface is done getting out. Not really. I mean, he wrote to me. It's all good. It's just like he's promoting a page. He's promoting just a, 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 a page that only trolls me. Like the whole point of Jim Bob now, his entire life is just doing... Jokes about me. And I'm not trying to be a dick, but I'm not fat these days. I mean, I'm not like ripped, but like the whole lard fat guy thing is, oh, and I know what they're going to do. Like the more weight I lose, they're going to go, oh, look at him. He's on drugs. I got caught in crossfire calling Jim Bob a cuck that fateful day. Still was never prouder to be a bear. I saw Rim Jobs analytics on UA. He really had no support not to be a dick. Yeah, he had like eight subscribers total. Eight. I'm not exaggerating. 
He doesn't actually have... So everybody that supports him doesn't support him. They just hate me. <laughs> and a lot of them are like NGO guys. They're like, they're like brand management analytics guys. Like let's say I go hard at RFK or I go hard at um, uh, Rogan or somebody. They have brand management people that then try and create narratives to take down my clout. Literally, they pay for it. So then they go around and they try and find who hates me and they show support to those people. Jim Bob's entire business plan, bear in mind he lives in an apartment with three little kids. His entire business plan now, he doesn't make jewelry anymore. He doesn't do any of that. Is just mock me and get support from my Reddit page. I'm not exaggerating. Okay. I saw Rim Jobs. And, oh, BB looks great and isn't a pedophile. Yeah, one of the, like Jim Bob literally is, that's probably how they got him. Like they might've literally blackmailed him because he actually does support pedophilia publicly. And his wife did nasty baby, all that shit. Like she's a sick, sick lady. I mean, we've all had a past. We've all had a past, but once a woman's pregnant and she has a baby bump to go to the AVN awards and to take a picture with a porn star and your mom, that means you have deep, deep issues, deep issues. You know, like once a woman gets pregnant, and starts showing the baby, like her entire world changes. And then Jim Bob's wife had the baby and brought her to a pro abortion rally. And now Jim Bob's entire world is Christ grifting. Like all about Christ scripting where it's like Jesus, Jesus, Trinity, all this stuff. And he's so dark. Don't stare into the void too long, baby. Shut up, Whitney. I'm just fucking talking about it. You know, I'm just, I'm just scatting, baby. I'll start calling you trans again. Yeah. Cause I wanted to address the fork face thing. And so that just brought me into the rim job thing. Um, because I saw a lot of people posting about fork face and fork tongue and how he sucks now and everything. And I actually wanted to have his back and say that I don't mind if somebody like, okay, here's like a class. I'm not even going to show you Jim Bob's art. So no, I am fuck, fuck fork face. You know what? You know what? This is the, now I got to stick with my ethics, man. So he made all this pizza shit, Jim Bob and pizza is a pedo thing. And he said it was teenage mutant Ninja turtles, but never once tagged the teenage mutant Ninja turtles. What he, did, what he did do, however, is do little boys in their underpants shooting pizza with the trans flag co- uh, colors on Valentine's Day. Happy, happy turn to pizza day. Okay. Oh, you're just seeing stuff, Big Bear. You're just seeing stuff. Okay, here's Jim Bob sexualizing little children's games. So who plays Pokemon? Everybody, who plays Pokemon? I'll tell you who plays Pokemon. Little children. Here's made by Jim Bob. Get them all. Pokemon balls. And it's uh, really, really dark, disturbing shit. Okay? You want to talk about the sound of fucking freedom? This is why I don't listen to any of these Q-tarts. Made by Jim Bob is a pedo-pushing guy. And he lives in America. He lives right in Colorado. Here's more of his art. Taking charge with his, his um, 
his uh, phone on all fours as he inserts his, like, he's just a sick fucking twisted guy, you know? And so and now his whole shtick is, uh, like, here is, uh, here is his wife, 2017, like, not that long ago. Oh, we all have passed. No, no, we don't. Not like this. Here is Jim Bob's wife at a pro-abortion rally. And this is, I blacked out the child because I actually care more about their kids than they do. So it says pussy power. And this is, it's Megan Perlettery. Minnie wrote her own sign. She's out of control. My daughter will grow up knowing that she is strong and capable of anything. Women's March. Nasty woman. Nasty baby. Um... Eight months old, role model, girl power. Bear in mind, this was a pro-abortion feminist rally that she put pussy power on her fucking child. And then she took it and put it on the World Wide Web that will exist forever and ever. Okay? Here is Jim Bob's wife. And, and listen, if you want to find Christ, and change your life, great. But you don't get to judge anyone anymore. Like you can humble yourself and take, you can, you can sit back and listen as other people figure stuff out. But you guys don't get to judge anyone. Here's Jim Bob's wife and I covered her face. She didn't cover her face. I did. I covered Jim Bob's face. Here's Megan Perletti, our favorite triple X porn star we met. Okay, she was so sweet and beautiful and classy. She fucks in the ass for money, okay? Here she is giving Minnie a little porn star blessing. That's a sex trafficking, okay? Such a fun night. Porn stars are people too. Burnett Power, Avian Award, Mother of the Year, okay? You don't get to judge me, Jim Bob. And then I thought that was Jim Bob and her at the Avian Awards. No, it was her mom. It was her mom took the picture. That's the grandmother in Jim Bob's life. The grandmother, the one who owns slaves in Singapore, according to Jim Bob. She took the picture and they put it on the internet with her face, with human. Oh, I can, I'll find pictures of your wife when she was 21 years old, uh, working at a bar way different. If you don't see the different, you're literally crazy. There's this one, this one troll found a picture of my wife. With like two other girls and a black guy. And they thought that that was like proof that she's like been with black guys or something. I'm like, she was at my show. That guy opened for me, you fucking idiots. <laughs> like once Amy was with me, that was it. Like she wasn't fucking parading herself around. Once she got pregnant, it was like, like women, women don't act like that. Like women aren't like, okay, I'm pregnant. I'm going to go be a whore. What kind of slaves did she own? Well, Jim Bob said in a stream, and we can niggle it as soon as niggles up, that that uh, that Jim Bob's wife's parents in Singapore literally, quote unquote, own slaves. That they have people who live with them that live in these little tiny boxes. Swear to God. You can go watch it. So when I made fun of that, when I was making fun of him, I was saying what he told me. He also talked about, he would also sound like that. It's like, oh, that Jim Bob. His Asian voice was legendary. Mother of the year shows she knows at the time 
that this is questionable behavior. Yeah, no, here's the thing. I'm not here to judge you. Like if you've been to AVN Awards, I was asked to host it once like 15 years ago. I used to watch a ton of porn, okay? I get it. But you don't get to be a Christian grifter with a wife who does that now. Like they're crazy evil people that are super judgmental about like, how I'm bringing people to hell and all this stuff. He claimed later it was just rhetoric. Oh yeah, it's all just rhetoric. Like rhetoric. Oh, that's all just rhetoric. Rhetoric. Taking charge. Look at this. This. How is that rhetoric? A little naked boy shooting a pizza arrow? Like that's all... Like you can't just say rhetoric because rhetoric implies persuasion. Let me explain something to you so you don't get tricked by wizard freak fucks like Jim Bob. Rhetoric is a way of speaking that points towards the truth and it evokes emotion for persuasion. Dialectic is fact is like fact based. It's, it's about you're trying to transfer information as clearly as possible. Rhetoric is like a hill to grow on. Be fruitful, multiply. Don't be fruity and boil guy. Like that's rhetoric. Rhetoric implies that you're persuading and pushing people towards a goal. What exactly is this rhetoric? Like if he says that's rhetoric, what that is, is it's it's to evoke emotion to push someone and persuade them towards something. That's pedophilia. Okay. How did he trick you and gain your trust anyway? Because I liked his cartoons Uh, his like, uh, anti NASA, anti Bill Gates. He made me a silver ladle and I'm a sucker for presents. I am. I'm like a a bimbo. I'm like a whore. You get me some gold and some silver and I'll be your best fucking, but I'm not like that anymore. I still kind of am. Someone sends me some gold. I'll really listen to their letter. And, uh, I thought that he was following a good pet. Like I related to him that he was an LA guy. He fell in love. I didn't know he had an ex-wife that it appears he cheated on on his wife with with the Asian. Okay, I had no idea that he was like a pro pedophile guy who was married and played the guitar. I thought he taught himself the guitar. He like pulled himself out of the L.A. hell and tried to make a better life for himself, um, telling the truth. And I, I have a strong, strong soft heart for that. Where somebody that was kind of more in my world, like Los Angeles, drinking, partying, you know, doing that shit, you know, uh, not evil, but uh, misguided. And then they get their girl pregnant, they get married, they want a better life, they realize that they're created, they, they get back to basics. I was, I'm a sucker for that type of rhetoric, dude. And and I didn't look past, like, because I'm not the guy that does deep dives. Like, I'm not the guy that when I become friends with someone, I go back and look at their past. Like, I don't at all. So I didn't, like, I never Googled Jim Bob. Like, I never um, wanted to, I, I just didn't think about it. I'm like, I will take you as you are. I don't care what your status is. I don't care any of that. I'm like, and then during COVID, I thought that we had a good bond and he was like really into uh, what we're doing with homesteading and stuff. And he like sold me. And the fact he was part of, he was like doing these logic breakdowns in his car. I thought were awesome about breaking down logic fallacies and NASA and all this stuff. And I thought it was really helpful for people. 
And then it just started, the darkness started coming out bad and the resentment and the envy and the greed. And like, he started being this like religious zealot where it's like only through him do you get to God and all this stuff, like really red flaggy stuff. And at first I'm like, let's just fight it out. Let's debate it. We'll make it funny. We'll attack each other. We'll show people that you can have a difference in opinion and religion and still be buddies. And, uh, and it just got so bad. Like he was doing a jihad against me and the bears immediately after that debate, like pushing narratives that I'm a cult leader, pushing narratives that I'm gay and everybody wants to suck my dick. And, and I was like texting. I'm like, bro, you're literally pushing Reddit narratives now. Like, you're my friend. Like, can we have some maturity about this? I have all those texts, like tons of texts. And I'm like, bro, like, can you like stop? Like, you're literally pushing lies about me because of our debate. Because he objectively lost the debate and he felt really humiliated. He even told me he felt humiliated. Saying stuff like Jesus didn't pray, he fulfilled. And he just sounded dumb. Like, he didn't sound very, um... and he was like, Oh, you know, he had all this support from the Trinity people that just wanted him to win because they believe, you know, Jesus and all that. But in it, like objectively, he did not win. He embarrassed himself. And then he started digging a hole and the hole just kept getting deeper. And, and when he was screaming, you know, take off your bear name, be free of your bear name. He's a cult leader. He's a piece of shit, all this stuff. I'm like, dude. And then he was like streaming at the same time as me. And so then he records me. Well, we're having a fight on the phone. He fucking puts it on the internet, says I'm blackmailing him. And I'm like, bro, you're dark now. And so anybody at that point that sides with him is like, yeah, that guy, that guy's the guy I want to listen to. Um, You know, I just don't trust. I don't trust their judgment. I think it's really bad. I remember you setting up the debate and it sounded like a hilarious idea watching it. Yeah, I thought it was going to be. And like, I did this opening that was really funny. I'm sure he deleted it because he looks so stupid now. And he played it so serious. And, they, and him and his other ortho, ortho bro uh, were so like intense and like gross. And I just had this feeling in my stomach like this is going bad. Oh, and didn't he admit on your stream he lost the debate? Yes. And he admitted to me privately a ton. He's like, yeah, I embarrass myself. I feel embarrassed. And he told me he feels fat. He told me he feels like he has big breasts. I swear to God, everything he's accusing me of, he feels. His ex-wife told Toronto Jew Bear that uh, Jim Bob always wanted to be a cult leader. And that he's like a really deranged guy. Um, He looked dodging. When I brought him to Idaho, one reason why I made fun of his George so much is none of my friends liked him. Like all my police friends assessed him as a weirdo and didn't want to be around him. And I was defending him. He turned before the debate. No one talks to a friend like he did. You came in open mind. Yeah, he was being super disrespectful before the debate. Like, like, uh, you know, like uh, ankle biting, taking shots, making fun of my dead dog, which is fine, but I'm going to make fun of your gook wife. And, uh, and so I just, you know, I'm, I'm like one of those, I'm like that boulder in the river that doesn't move. Like you, you can, you can try your little scams. I mean, I've watched, I've watched these little churchy and scams my whole life. He was never honest in the bait, just running ortho scripts with nothing. When he said publicly that if the Orthodox church told him to take a vaccine, he would do that. He's changed a lot. 
Like when he was doing those streams in the car, when he was doing jewelry, uh, he was, he acted much, much different. I'm not crazy for thinking that. It's kind of like if you listen to Joe Rogan 15 years ago, totally different uh, guy. Jim Bob now is just a spiteful, angry, obsessive, non-funny guy whose ego is so damaged that like if you question anything, he's, oh, what's your bear name? Oh, you probably suck Owen's dick. It's like, listen, man, you failed at this. Like, you're, you're not a good um, content creator. Like, you tried. Like, you tried to be a professional artist and you failed bad. Just like you failed as a jeweler, jeweler in Los Angeles. He tried to open up his own shop. I uh, failed miserably. Lost everything. You know, married a, a little rich Singaporean there with a tremendously fucking weird family who go to porno shows, but they're super Christian. So it's all good. And he's failed again. He's just a failure. He's a failed man. And he can say, like he said publicly that he would sue me, but he did some research and it turns out I'm really not that influential that I don't actually have an audience. I lost all my audience. It's all smoke and mirrors. After I started making fun of the Trinity, everyone turned on me. I started making fun of the Trinity in 2019. So let me see. It's been four years now. I, I seem to be coasting pretty well. And I, it, you always reveal what you are by what you're mock, mock, mocked by. Like Jim Bob, he values attention and power and money and uh, accolades. And like he would lie and say that he was a, um, that I didn't make, because people were like, dude, Owen made your career. Like you didn't have a career before Owen. And he was like, I was a nationally syndicated cartoonist, but even before I met Owen. Liar. No, you weren't. <laughs> you're such a fucking liar. Like you were a broken dude who was just doing pedo art and you wanted to turn your life around. You latched onto us and you used us and exploited us as much as you could. And then you tried to burn it and destroy it for a little more equity as you left because you're fucking demonic. You know? And that's the deal. And if and if people like Forkface want to side, I try not to make it seem like if you choose him, you're against me. But I just wanted to reassess and reestablish my ethics and how you can like people I don't like and I can still be your friend. But if you start promoting troll pages that are only about me, like I'm not going to promote your craft. Like I'm not going to boost your clout. If I think that you're, you know, actively promoting people who want me dead. And I think that's pretty fucking reasonable. And that's fine. And I respect people that just live their life. And, you know, I'm sure that Forkface doesn't even care. Probably has his own shit going on. Doesn't care. Does it because he likes to. But um, he's an Omega. He's not a Gamma. Uh, Jim Bob's a Gamma. Like a total resentful little Gamma. Forkface is an Omega. Who just, you know, kind of wants to see the world burn. Doesn't understand hierarchy. Wants to do the right thing. Sweet guy in a way, but socially retarded. And uh, that's it. All right. Happy birthday to Gonzalo. He's a big, friendly Mexican who lives in Iowa and absolutely crushes. Happy birthday, Gonzalo. Sherlock Bear. Hiring people is fine. Indeed, Sherlock Bear. I don't know what you're talking about. Daywalker Bear. The Jim Bob reveal was shocking stuff. Yeah, super shocking. And, and the more trolls dig into my past, the more it just looks stupid and likable. I don't have a dark past. All right. 
I used to drink a lot of booze and have sex with adult women that were consenting. And none of them hate me. Then I fell in love with Amy. We had a real rocky beginning because I was still wanting attention from my big hard cock from anyone that would give it to me. Um, But then I realized how dark and stupid of a road that was. And we broke up for a bit. We got back together. She, we had a, a family and now we're doing really good. Over the years, I used to think politics was stupid. Then I got super right wing. Then I realized that the neocons are stupid. And then I started and now I don't care again. So that's that whole thing. I used to think the Jews were the ultimate victims and that they were, uh, you know, we had to protect them at all costs. I really did think that. Then I thought that they were scheming little fuckers that wanted to take down America. And now I just think they're kind of like paranoid, kind of lovable guys that are kind of their own worst enemy. So that's 15 years as a summary. When I was in Los Angeles, I never hooked up with a guy ever once. I never did anything satanically, like the way people describe Satanism. I never did any oath, no ritual to get me in anywhere. Um... I was put in TV and films because I was so good at stand-up and people liked me. Uh, I've never faked any oppression. Everything I've said on here when it comes to being like attacked or being kicked off stuff was all real. In fact, media would brag about it after they did it to me. And I've never actively betrayed anyone in my life. That's the truth of my life. And so you can dig and dig and dig and dig and be like, look at him here. Look at him here, dressed kind of like a femme. Yeah, I was in a comedy sketch that I uploaded to YouTube. I was proud of it. I thought it was very funny. Anything else? There is no skeleton in my closet. I've never even kissed a guy. I never even hooked up with college girls when I was touring colleges because I thought they were too young. Okay? I always like girls who were like, 25 to 35 that were like young professionals. That was always like my niche. Single, never got into married chicks. Always women that really liked me a lot. Um, I've done cocaine about six times. I had about three prescriptions for Adderall. Um, Last time I did a hallucinogen, I was uh, in college. Besides a few... uh, Small amounts of uh, psilocybin mushrooms that didn't make me trip. But just, uh, it's called microdosing. I've done that a few times. I don't like weed. Um, that's it. That's my whole life. Like, no, you can literally ask me anything and I'll tell you. I never embezzled or stole any money from Ursa Rio or Ursa Ozarks. I, uh, I'm not secretly sponsored by anyone. I don't have any shady financiers. I'm not talking to any, any Hollywood producers. That's it. That's literally it. You will never get this kind of honesty from any other public figure ever. Yeah, it's 100% true. Like, I would get hammered sometimes and end up eating a ton of food. Like, what do you want from me? Like, yeah, I've, I've made a lot of mistakes. I, uh, I used to think the Christian right were a bunch of grifting, self-righteous fucking freaks, which is why I overcorrected and became like super liberal. And then I realized that we are made by God and that the Bible has a lot of truth in it. 
and that we should live a traditional lifestyle. And then I realized a bunch of Christians are a bunch of grifting, self-righteous freaks. And now I realize that I, uh, I just have to be as good as I can at my job and be as authentic as I possibly can be. And that's it. Guys, I swear to God, I've never even kissed a guy. Like all these accusations that I'm really the gay one. Like I've been in the same room watching porn and, and jerking that like a long time ago with other guys, um, which you could call gay. And I've super chatted myself for it. But that was the 90s, dude. That was like what people did where I'm from, where you would have one porno. You would get like little spots in the room and you'd all like kind of secretly jerk and watch the porno. That's obviously weird. Obviously, that's weird. But that's that's like it wasn't because I'm gay. It's because I, I was like new to porn and it was like blowing my fucking mind. And the older kids would do that and like tell us to do that. That was the extent of my gay behavior in 43 years was being in the same room watching pornos with other dudes. <laughs> I guess that wasn't super uncommon. No, like tons of dudes have told me that they've done that when they were growing up too. Now it's probably not common. That's why Zoomers probably think that sounds super gay. Because they have cell phones and people now look at their pornos on their cell phones. Back in the day, we had one VHS that one of our parents would have. We'd steal it. And all the kids would all fucking sit around and watch it and secretly try and jerk off. Okay. And I know that's embar- that is embarrassing. The only reason you know I've ever done that is because I talked about it on a stream once. Okay. All of my skeletons are this. This is it. And I realize how weird that sounds. I, at this point, that's cringe. It sounds gay and horrifying. It's why I'm so against porn. Like, I want to know what my brain would have been like if I was not exposed to pornography when I was nine years old. I mean, I'm not happy about it. I'm not happy that I was watching people fucking and coming before I went through puberty. That's why I want to raise my kids without exposure to any sexuality until they're like, Older. I want to stop that trend. But yeah, that's my upbringing. My upbringing was hypersexualized because of the pedophile priests, the pedophile fucking, the highly sexualized, highly drunk town I'm from. There's porn everywhere. We had this abandoned building in the middle of the woods called the Party Barn. And it's wheel near. It was called the Party Barn. It was like this abandoned, old, broken down fucking barn. And every generation going back decades would leave old dirty porno magazines and beers for kids to go drink and jerk off in, in our middle school woods. So you go to middle school and then after you go to the party barn and all the kind philanthropists that were older than us would leave porn and beer. Okay. That's how I was raised and I've forgiven myself for it and I've forgiven society for it and I'm no victim Same thing in my town, the jerk shack. Yeah, it's like, so that's how I was raised in an environment where that's what you did. You got a porno, you jerked off to it. The older kids or the older guys, the stepdads would give people beer. That's a dream spot for nice kids. Yeah, and it's fucking dark, dude. It's dark. And if people like Jim Bob want to judge me when he's, I think that dude is a pedophile. Dude, Owen, you are honestly as innocent as it gets today without belonging to the Amish or Muzzies. Um, 
Yeah, yeah. I'm a pretty like listen. I've had a lot of life experiences and shit, but I'm I'm a pretty like a non jaded guy. <laughs> like I'll just I'll just tell you about my life. I'll tell you how I got to these conclusions. How I think porn fucks up kids' heads. How women's bodies are not to be used. You know. I remember going to a porn stash in the woods as a kid was the thing back in the nice. I used to do stand up about it and everybody would clap. Like everybody knew that. Like that was, that was what everyone did. And so when the trolls and the gammas and the red and they're like, Oh, he's, he's the gay one. If I was this much gay, I would have done gay shit. I was raised hedonistically. I was in Los Angeles. I was overly sexualized. I was single most of the time I was there. I was fucking, there's nothing holding me back from being gay. And I had zero, zero interest in dicks and assholes my entire life. Never once have I been like, man, I can't, I got to get my hand on that dick. Or like, man, that anus sure is sexual. Like, I swear to God, it's like a joke. I'm like one of the least gay people ever. (laughs) Such a crazy claim. But it's true. Like, I even, when people would brag about having anal sex with women, I thought I would, like, vomit. I always thought it was fucking disgusting. Um, So that's my whole life. And if anybody wants to analyze it or niggle it or try and, you know... Hurt my credibility. Go the fuck ahead. Because I'm not the only one here, guys. One of the reasons I have such an authentic following is because people listen to me and they go, man, I relate to that. (laughs) That's very dark, but it was hardly the fault of you or anyone else who experienced that as a kid. It was very common, Dewey Decimal Bear. Very, very common. The fuck is wrong with America? Why do you, you all wank houses everywhere? What do you mean, why do we have wank houses everywhere? Well, at least we have a birth rate. At least we have functioning dicks, unlike the British. You guys don't even have wank houses because you don't have dicks. What's your current replacement uh, rate right now for uh, children? What is it? 1.2? Because because every now and then a British guy will accidentally fuck a woman. Yeah, I never understood the butt sex with chicks. I always thought it was strange. Super strange, super gay. Rim job isn't his own man. Still searching easily. No, it's worse, son cook bear. Like, I'm not going to give him a pass. He's like 40-something years old. Yeah, we're all on a path. We're all searching. But he's a very, very vicious, dark, gremlin-type character. Motivated by envy, anger, you know, self-righteousness. And he's gotten worse and worse and worse. It's one thing if you go through a self-righteous phase when you're 20, 25. And then you're like, man, I'm so embarrassed. He's like 40-something years old. And he became this. Happy birthday to... Oh, I read that. Could the UA team please get Rimjob's image off the UA page? Seriously want to puke seeing that pedo? Yeah, we'll get it down. We just wanted to... Because unauthorized isn't about drama. And it's not... We're, like, we're trying to be as professional as possible. But yeah, we'll eventually... I know that... I know some people have told me they've unsubscribed to unauthorized because Jim Bob is there. So... We are going to figure that out, but we're not going to make any rat like we did. It is a company with, you know, we don't want to be a dramatic, have a dramatic reaction based on someone's content, but he's not uploading there. And 
But I, I have gotten a lot of uh, pushback about that. Like I've had people write to me like, hey, man, I, I love unauthorized, but I can't look at that fucking pedophile's face, alleged pedophile. Uh, and we're working on it, but we have to be as reasonable and by the book as possible because that little freak would do anything in his power to create a victim narrative. And that's a fact. Like that's all he does is create victim narratives. Oh, now they're trying to hurt me. It's like, it's just like, it's so fucking exhausting. And in my experience, everybody that does that is the monster. Like that's how they cover it. Is it possible the powers try to get you surrounded by people with questionable past to smear you? Yes, 100%. Um, I don't know how organized it is, but yeah, that's absolutely what they do. Yes, that's why I'm trying to be more... Um, like I made a huge mistake with Jim Bob. I mean, I'm not, I don't regret the past, but I let him way too in, way, way too in. I let him in my house. I, uh, I promoted him. I associated myself with him. I publicly praised him and I am not going to make that mistake again because, you know, that's why I'm trying to get rid of Coddington. All right. BB watched Jim Bob's fall beforehand. You caught on with perfect timing. Paying the gay away for driving a Toyota Tundra. Good. Just in time. He definitely can't wait for the deletion. Yeah. If we just took him off unauthorized, that would be a month of streams for him being the victim. You know, it's, it's, it's so like once you unfortunately cross paths with a borderline personality disorder, narcissistic psychopath, it's you have to handle it so delicately because they they're always trying to explode and they're always going to try and use people close to you. And they're always going to try and like, you know, wormwood their way into people's ear. It's just that's why there's no winning that you just have to cut it out and just move forward. But yeah, if we took him off unauthorized and guys, he had eight subscribers, eight. And it's like. I put it, we put him on there as a favor to me because I was friends with him. And that's why I'm now like way more into just letting Vox do his thing with that because I can be a fucking bimbo, man. I can just hear somebody and be like, man, this guy's great. Yeah, he's got blood all over his face, but he's got a great heart. Rockfin, let's ask Toronto Drew Bear about Cabbage Town Group Softball League, home of Toronto's longest running sports league in the LGBTQ community. I'll be sure to ask him next time I see him at the synagogue. 3X Combat Bear. Oh, really? Joe the Toast said you ate a pot brownie and went in the woods. Laugh out loud. Yeah. That should have been the one and only flag. Just do it. He's already driving the victim narrative as hard as possible. Yeah, but it, it, you just got to be delicate about these things. You know, it just has to be totally by the book and totally... Because it's just, it's just so fucking exhausting. Every single thing you do, they're going to spin into a victim narrative. Everything. All right. Uh, they'll go for broke. Yeah. This guy, white. As him. Eight subs were all Baraplegic's account. Yeah, what's up with Baraplegic? Is he still around? I haven't seen that motherfucker in a while. Yeah, I don't like that Unauthorized has his face on it. I think it makes us look bad. But... We made a commitment and now we just have to fucking deal with the consequences as reasonably and productively as possible. All right. 
It's like, dude, I've lost money from that. Like people have literally written to me like I can't. Please don't unsubscribe to Unauthorized because Rimjob's there. We don't like him, okay? Um, just come on. It, it like hurts the team, <laughs> you know? It's like it really is just crazy. Dear Rabbi, why did I write a Nina Simone-inspired Super Chat parody? After I heard you play Sinner Man on the piano, I went ahead and wrote up some lyrics. I ignored, I ignored my roommate's suggestion after I opened my mouth about writing it. He wanted to be always sunny in Philly. Uh, gay man. Aha. Uh-huh. Needless to say, I'm a new fan of Nina Simone. Cucumber. P.S. If the one-page rule is in effect, read, perform the lyrics instead of reading the page. Well, I don't have the energy to do it right now. I've done three hours today. I didn't realize I was about to really fucking... Uh... Oh, Sodoman, who are you going to pay to? Sodoman, who are you going to pay to? Who are you going to pay to? To rid the gay. Will I go to ask the chat? Please spot me, I go ask the chat. Please spot me, go ask the chat. Please super chat bros to rid the gay. But the chat cried out. We can't spot you, the chat cried out. We can't spot you, the chat cried out. Not gonna spot you now. Um, we ain't gonna pay for you to rid the gay. I said chat. What? Stop being a Jew, chat. Don't you see a Jew, chat? What am I gonna do to rid the gay? So I run to entropy. It was denying I run to UATV. It was denying I run to Gap TV. It was denying where can I pay? So I run to entropy. It declined me, I go to rumble. <laughs> this is hilarious. It declined me, I go to the live. It declined me. I'm way too gay. So I run to Big Bear. Please spare me, Bear. Don't you see me paying? Don't you see me gay away paying? But Big Bear said, go to Jim Bob, the Big Bear said. Go to Jim Bob, he said, go to the Jim Bob. You're way too gay. So I ran to the Jim Bob. He was baiting, I ran to the Jim Bob. He was masturbating, I ran to the Jim Bob. He was baiting, he loves my gay. I cried, super, super chat. Well done, Cucumber. Well done indeed. All right. Well, I know what we should do is just leave him on unauthorized, but put him on another page, like in a little prison cell. All right. So I run to the big bear. I was paying, I run to the big bear. I was paying, I run to the big bear. Pay away the gay. But the big bear said, 
gym of the big bass head. Go to the gym of the big bass head. You're way too gay. And the gym bob was baiting. He was baiting the gym bob was baiting. He was baiting the gym bob was baiting. He loved the gay. And the gym bob said, Give me the bait and the gym bob's gay. I ran to the crowd. All right, I'm going to give it 100%. Why not? Who gives a fuck? Oh, saddle man, where are you going to pay to? By the way, you should pay me for this. Entropystream.live slash app slash on Benjamin Comedy. Oh, saddle man, who are you going to pay to? Who are you going to pay to? To rid the gay. Well, I go to ask the chat. Please spot me, I go as the chat. Please spot me, I go as the chat. Super chat me, bros. But the chat cried out. We can't spot you, the chat cried out. Can't spot you, the chat cried out. Ain't gonna pay for you to rid the game. I said, chat, you're being a Jew, chat. Don't you see our Jewy chat? What am I gonna do to rid the gay? So I ran to entropy. It, uh, it was denying I tried UATV. It was denying I tried FPV. It was denying now, where do I pay? So I run to entropy. It declined me. So I go to delight. Decline me, I'm way too gay. So I run to the big bear. Please spam me, bear. Don't you see me paying? Don't you see me gay away paying? But the big bear said, Go to the gym, Bob. The big bear said, Go to the gym, Bob. He said, Go to the gym, Bob. You're way too gay. So I run to the gym bob. He was baiting around to the gym bob. He was masturbating around to the gym bob. He was baiting. He loves my gay. I cried super. Oh, that was good. That felt really good. And the synchronicity was good. Making fun of the rim job character. That trolling piece of shit. All right. Oh, oh, Sodom Man, where you gonna pay to? Sodom Man. All right. Got some funny cartoons. No mail. Baby Boomer. Hammer the gods will drive our new lands. Baby Boomer cartoon. Yes! White claw bear. I really need my bike. That's great. Oh, you made me fat, you fuck. I guess nobody gives a shit anymore. P.O. Box 490, Sandpoint, Idaho, 83864. Florida Trash. Here's Coddington. God, this place sucks. Oh, and I'm right here. Dump truck. Truck of Basulo. 
Yeah, we have real art. We're not populated by NGO trolls. Oh, but Jesus loves me, not you. A tip for the best entertainer, Big Bear Crushing as always. Thanks, Mama B, 1985. Rockfin, will you promise one more time that you're never kissed a dude just so we can be sure? Yeah, no, but I know, oh, it, methinks the lady doth pretend too much. No, that's a narrative about me, and I promise you I've never kissed a guy in my entire life. So that ends that. Now you can think, oh, Big Bear is lying. No, I've, I've been in some questionably gay scenarios, like sharing a room with people during events. But I've never actually touched a guy sexually. The closest thing I've ever get been to doing a gay thing with a guy is I used to give dudes back massages in high school after games. That's, that sounds gay. But in my defense, Christopher Gardner does that for a fucking living. But I've, I've given people shoulder rubs before, which to me right now is insanely fucking gay. No offense, Gardner. But uh, that's, that's it. That's, that's all my skeletons, guys. All right. I'm going to close with a song. Only if the guy gets a boner. Well, I've given, I've given some serious fucking bag massages before. <laughs> yeah, that's gay. Yeah, tell that to Gardner. I mean, last time I gave a bag massage, I was like 16 years old. But I did. I'm just like, dude, no one has secrets on you if you just tell everybody everything you've ever done. Niggle. Best stream ever. You are killing it. Thanks, Derek. Gag and a tip for the song. Thank you. And I will play you guys out with this one. I heard there was a secret chord where David played and it pleased the Lord. But you don't really care for music, do you? Oh, and me and my buddies in the shower used to piss on each other. And after games. I, you cannot judge me. It, it is what it is. Like, we'd be, like, showering after a game or something. And you just start pissing on another guy. Um, it goes like this. The fourth, the fifth. The minor form, the major lift, the baffle can compose a uh, composing hallelujah. 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 I know this room, I've walked this floor I used to live alone before I knew you Remember when I moved in you The holy dark was moving too And every breath we drew was Hallelujah Hallelujah
God above. But all I've ever learned from love was how to shoot somebody who outdrew you. It's not a cry that you hear at night. It's not somebody who's seen the light. It's a cold, it's a broken hallelujah 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 hallelujah
floating down through the clouds. Memories come rushing up to meet me now. But in the space between the heavens and the corner of some foreign field, I had a dream. Father, you left me, but I never left you. Service when you're walking slowly to the car, and the silver in her hair shines in the cold November air. You hear the tolling bell and touch the silk in your lapel, and as the teardrops rise to meet the comfort of the bed. Mother, 
she break my heart? That's going to be it for me today, ladies and gentlemen. Unauthorized.tv, P.O. Box 490, Sandpoint, Idaho, 83864. EntropyStream.live, slash app, slash Owen Benjamin Comedy. Codsworth, do we have any final super chats? 
Exclusive, Steven Crowder sent photos of his genitals and exchanged drugs in super creepy workplace, ex-staffers say. Whoa. People are not happy with that guy. But I'm still the crazy one. I don't know. How dare you? Okay. Karaoke Bear says, getting back on my feet after New York let me back to my career. Tip for the last two years of your talent. More to come. Thank you, Karaoke Bear. Uh, this is my favorite Yay song. Yeah, it is. Me too. It's just called That Nigger Stole My Bike. Got some more too. Thanks, God's Worth. Hanging with Bears starts immediately after the stream from Stuntman Bear. Uh, that's all he really has to do except whine and bitch about uh, the uprising when we took his tea and we threw it in our fucking bay. That's how much we want to drink your faggot-ass tea, Stuntman Bear. Oh, don't say faggot. It offends me. Why you? Because I'm a faggot. Why are you a faggot? Because I'm British. We took your faggot-ass pinky drinking tea and we put it in the fucking Boston Harbor. And, uh, and you've been bitching about it ever since. Oh, the colonies. Oh, we're... You guys are the size and economy of Mississippi. You know that, right, England? Let me just touch base with the British Empire really quick. You guys are the geographic size and exact same economy as Mississippi. You want to know what Mississippi's filled with? Niggers. Okay? The, the British economy, the entire British economy is the same size as Mississippi. You want to know what Mississippi's based on? The entire economy? Niggers cooking pig feet. That's how fucking gay and pathetic you are, Stuntman Bear. All right, final Super Chats. Rad Nomad Bear, tip for the gratitude of the Bard King uh, and to the one culture community that seems to only grow with time rather than decay. Onwards, indeed. Always build your castles out of rock because they just keep growing. And whenever we get attacked or some shit happens, it only gets better because it's pruning. Thank you. You are wildly talented. Anytime, Britta Bear. James, thanks for the mashup, BB. Anytime, James. Bedford Bear. Tip for the Piano Man. Awesome medley. Anytime. It's very heartfelt. Very creative. Deserves to be paid the gay way. Thanks, Ellen, from Fire Bear. Anytime. Everybody go enjoy hanging with bears. And I will see you guys tomorrow, probably around 2 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Bertaria, campgrounds.com, P.O. Box. Four. Keep the letters coming or else you're going to have a cranky-ass bear. Mississippi niggers from Britain. Mississippi has the same economy size as England. I'll just let you guys sit on that. Be fruitful, multiply. Don't be free and bull, guys.